their offensive line, nicknamed the Hogs by line coach Joe Bugle, began to control the tempo of the game with a play called 50 Gut. Joe Jacoby and Russ Grimm, the two Hogs that time with the big blocks. John Riggins, the diesel getting warm. Drag up that diesel. Oh, um, um, um. Let's go diesel. Good afternoon and welcome to another 50 Gut Blog Podcast. Hope you all had a good Thanksgiving. As always, I'm your host, Paul Williams, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Corey Cliff and the West Coast Ambassador, Chris. Fellas, was good? What's good, bro? What's, What's good, good, sir? What's good? Not much, not much, man. Just dragging ass after a four-day weekend, pretty much, but uh, I'm pretty sure so everybody's that, yeah. having the same reaction today. I feel like a turkey, man. <laughs> Shoot, I just left the gym. I was on that bike sweating like a turkey. I was well based in that gym. <laughs> sweating out all the stuff. All the ham hocks. <laughs> all the henny. Shoot, all the henny. I was, I was making my own henny in the gym, just dripping a pile on the floor. <laughs> Cliff, you good, man? Yeah, I'm good. I slept no, for like three straight days. <laughs> so wait, let me get, break down the break down the entire game day experience on Thanksgiving. I gotta hear this. Well, you know what's funny is when we got there, we were setting up our tent. <laughs> oh yeah. And the Navajo tribe walks up to us, starts asking us questions. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Yeah, mm-hmm. they were like, obviously. I mean, it's Thanksgiving, so they like the actual novel. Yep. Yeah, the yeah, actual, yeah. Some, yeah. Yep. Now, did they uh, agree with Dan Snyder that the name was of pride, or were they of the oh, opposite opinion? I they, think they, they were one thousand percent of the opposite. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I talked to them for a little bit, and then we got started. I mean, I, I explained to them my view, and I'm on their side on that. And then we got started with our <laughs> with our tailgate. Paul broke some lights um, in record time. Yeah, I think <laughs> that was like five minutes in. <laughs> the thing about it is when the Navajo tribe approached us, and I, I couldn't do this because it mean poor taste. But me being one that doesn't want to turn down any comic relief, I wanted to break out the old Dave Chappelle. Of like, oh, word! I studied y'all in social studies. You're a hunter gatherer, correct? <laughs> Oh god! It, it, took, it took everything to not do it. I was like, "Nah, not Thanksgiving, bro. Can't do yeah. it." <laughs> uh, I believe they call it thanks taking, mm, but yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I wrote a I wrote a column on the nickname in the summer. Uh, almost gotten into fisticuffs on the, on the party bus on the way back from the Rams game about that column. So y'all know y'all know where I stand. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Remember the uh, you wrote a comment about it, and somebody was in the mentions being all reckless and shit. Oh, that, that's right. That's right. Somebody was really offended that I said the name was offensive. I just told him I'm gonna go ahead and let them speak to my defense it's, attorney. Clear. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? <laughs> yeah, I'm his, I'm his Jackie Child. <laughs> you know what's funny is it's not even that it's offensive; it's that it's it's literally racist, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Chief Wahoo is offensive. Right? Mm-hmm. There's a. I think people don't understand the difference. Chief Wahoo for the Cleveland Indians. That's offensive. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is literally racist by definition. Yes. yes. It's, this it's, is an, an arguable thing. You can't 
you can say, well, I don't view it as that. It's like, well, that's lovely that you don't view it that way. You may not mean it that way, but the word is racist. It's there, it, yeah. To me, there's not even any like in between. I get that some people grew up with the word and this is, and they don't even associate it with that. But that's also part of the problem that you completely disassociated from a group of people that have been so removed from our society that you don't even associate something like that. You know, there's like so many layers to it mm-hmm. that it blows my uh, mind that someone would tell someone that the word is not racist. It's hey, like, bro. that's mind boggling. No, nah, nah, you, you said go it all. Go ahead. Hey, pre- preach to the congregation because you preaching to the choir talking to me, yeah. fam. You know where I stand. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think that's where mm-hmm. the problem lies is so many of us grew up with the name and they don't see it as being racist. But if there were a new team started tomorrow, let's just say it was called the Birmingham Blackskins and your helmet had a black guy on the, on the logo with a bone through his nose, I'd be offensive. But I'm like, what people, intarnation people, is this? <laughs> well, we grew up with it. We don't mean to be offensive. Well, it's offensive. And just because the Native Americans represents a small part of this population that people just kind of say, whatever, forget y'all. But, you know, th- their voices deserve to be heard. I mean, this isn't this isn't an apples to apples comparison, but you know, when I was younger, I would definitely use the term "faggot" as a as a demeaning term. And now, I didn't even have anything against gay people. I just always, you know, one of those. Well, I always I grew up saying it. I always said it. But then, as I got older and became more self aware and aware of other people and how words have meanings and and how words affect people, I'm like, okay, well. That's you can't say that. Right, like right. you just can't yeah. rock with that. You have to grow, you have to learn, you have to adapt. It doesn't matter that when I was in high school and college, I used to say it, and that I don't even mean it to be offensive to people that are homosexual. It doesn't matter that the connotation is still there. So whether right. you think it's offensive or not, it's not is, relevant. Is, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's just, so it's you not just relevant. need to just do better. Do better. That's not That's how it. this game works. <laughs> Do better. And we don't need consensus. Like, oh, well, you know, Cliff, you know, they did a poll and third. It's like, yo, we're doing a poll about whether our words should. That means you probably shouldn't be using the word. Yeah, you can do a You're polling Listen. white people as to whether the term redskins is offensive. I mean, look, they did a poll about whether someone would vote for a pedophile, and some people said they were cool with it. Yeah. It's true. That doesn't mean, that doesn't mean pedophilia is okay. Uh, shout out, shout out to Birmingham, like you mentioned earlier. Mm, you know, Alabama so, just stays in our in our combo. I don't know. I told them you because know, I didn't go to games for a while. I don't own any gear of ours, right? It's weird, and then the team is trash. So it's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, what am I really rooting for? Man, y'all make me wonder why I root for this team. There's like a juxtaposition. I'm rooting for this crappy team with a racist nickname. And I've told Paul and Corey this before, somewhat jokingly. It's almost like we deserve to be trash. You're not wrong with that at all. Like, look at our team. It's like we don't deserve to even have a good team. Yeah, and our owners out here talking reckless. We have been garbage ever since he took over the team. Well, it's almost fitting. What did Dan say, Cliff? He said, "I'll never change the name. You could put that in. Put that in. Put that in caps." And it's like, yo, we deserve to go four and twelve. So, I don't know. It's hard. Hey, man, I was one. I I used to be one of the ones used to be like, look, man, I I don't consider it racist because I was growing up. I, I didn't know nothing about that. 
we used to sing Hail to the Redskins at elementary school. Like nobody told us. Yeah, we were, oh, we all, we all did, bro. So now as you get older, I mean, I used to be like, man, I would be pissed if they changed the name. But now when you look at it, man, it's <sighs> maybe we should get rid of it. I never gotcha. thought I would say that, but that was you my first. Fr- time, that was my first time actually coming across Native Americans who disliked the name. So that was right. That weirded me out for a second. And that's part of like the layers of it. You don't even know any Native Americans mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they've been like. <laughs> Right, it's like they—they're not even here to be offended, quote right. unquote, yeah. because you're not around. Mm-hmm. Right, it's—it's it's not a—it's not an underrepresented group. It's a non-represented right. group. Mm-hmm. You know, then that's—that's the hard part. It's disgusting. So when we go and we lose games, you know what I mean? It's like, how mad can I be? That's why I don't really get that blown about our team. And people are well, people will be like, well, you're not really that hard. It's like, no, I'm, I, I follow this team closely. It's just there are aspects of rooting for this team that are, that are very hard to overcome for me. This is the major one. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So, so, that's, that, so I'm, I'm we play on Thanksgiving. <laughs> we play on Thanksgiving. It's mm-hmm. like, how disrespectful is that? Mm-hmm. We so on Thanksgiving, two years in a row. Mm-hmm. Yep. So shit team, shit stadium, shit owner, and <laughs> it races ass nicknames. So y- y'all making me wonder right. why do we, why do we do this podcast? Why do we even have a blog? Like, oh, you speak two or four every year. <laughs> <laughs> like, like for real, listen, make Corey's a Knicks fan. I, I knew and Corey's love, a man. Knicks fan. <laughs> Corey's a Knicks fan, right? Mm-hmm. You know the Knicks have all the same things we have: shitty owner, <laughs> shitty team, right? <laughs> But at least the name is the Knickerbockers. Yeah, they're you know just named. Saying? They're just named for some uh-huh. beer. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't got. They're not carrying around that with them. My bad to go to the Knicks, Corey. Hey, Cliff. You know it's okay, man. I'm used to it. You know. <laughs> I, I mean, I we get could. It daily. We I get it could, daily. We could talk about Michigan not showing up again against Ohio hey, State. Hey, Chris, don't do it. Well, to me, my man. fault. My fault. Don't or, do it to me. Or, or Bama losing to Auburn. But you know what? We'll just <laughs> no, we'll just see, keep Chris, it moving. Let's Chris, you in the danger zone now, hey. man. Corey will see Corey. Corey had a rough eight hours. Hey, Chris. For as long as they've known me, they know. When it gets late November, they get used to seeing me like this. Because Michigan, <laughs> we ain't beat Ohio State in about six, seven tries, bro. So yeah, man, hey, from, same old story. From about twelve p.m. till seven on Saturday, <laughs> Corey was hurt. Phone was off. <laughs> Couldn't Corey get him to check. But Corey was good. Me, that, that liquor was flowing. That liquor was flowing. <laughs> the Henny. <laughs> hey, when, <laughs> when your quarterback's wanting to speak. And Johnny O'Corn, you gotta have plenty of Henny on deck. Johnny, that sound like that sound like two quarterbacks from like the 1938 Michigan Wolverines football team. <laughs> John O'Corn, Wilton. Man, the funniest thing is they they ran Brady Hoke out of town, but mm-hmm. even Brady got a win against Ohio State. Mm-hmm. He did mm-hmm. his first year, and he did. And you and your man uh, King Khakis. <laughs> yeah. Has he? Has he? I mean, he's lost Michigan State too, right? Has he beat Michigan State? Jim, Jim's zero nope. three versus the Buckeyes. Wow. Nah, nah we, I think he's one and two we, against. Michigan we got State. one versus Michigan State. Nah, nah, he's under. No, nah, winless against Michigan State because I remember Jamel Hill was on Twitter. He's not beat Michigan State. Nah, we won two years ago. No, yeah. What the two, no, the no, punt two was years the, ago was the, punt. was the punt. I'm sorry, the two years punt. ago was the punt. God damn. Yeah, you're zero three, bro. Jesus Christ. You know what's funny, and you're not even gonna fire him. That's how pathetic. Why would, I mean, he's right. improving the program. Who dog. the hell would you we, let we go zero and six to those two teams, dog? Y'all, I mean, how? y'all would have ran Brady Hoke the hell out of there. They oh, did six. run Brady Hoke the hell out of there. And Brady Hoke won a Sugar Bowl. Right. He beat Ohio State, and he got ran out. 
Y'all let, let Jim Harbaugh con y'all, yeah. man. And my well, man, we, and you ran my man, Rich Rodriguez, out of I was about too. to say, we, we screwed up when we hired Paul's man to run that shitty offense from West Virginia. Whoa, whoa, whoa don't blame whoa, 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 the whoa, whoa, offense. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This, is, look, this is Michigan. We're pounding the ball. We're pounding the rock. You can't be having four or five wide receivers. And we had that three, three, five defense, please. Don't get me started on that West Virginia shit. Yeah, we're going to move on from that. Ask <laughs> biggest Meyer, mistake of life. working for him. Don't, don't make excuses, bro. No, fuck Urban. <laughs> well, at least, at least your man uh, Harbaugh is having a better week than Greg Schiano. That's all I'm going to say about that. Hey, that's oh, tough, man. Facts. That's tough, bro. Yeah, that is. Everybody feeling bad for Greg Schiano, man. Greg Schiano's got his whole seven big bucks team. But Tennessee should have known with, better, uh, man. Like, what are you well, doing? With staff infections, man. I got no sympathy for Greg Schiano. Remember that nah. shit with the with the the Mars shit? Yeah. You remember that? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you remember when he used to have uh, used to have the D line cutting the O line at the end of game? At the end of game, right? <laughs> yeah. Formation. That's so dirty. Like, yeah. What? What's what his name? So uh, Tom Coughlin was about to put hands on uh, Greg Schiano at midfield. Hey, my Tom Coughlin would have got the brakes beat off his old ass. Uh... <laughs> Anytime I hear Tom Coughlin's name, I always remember his face that day when they played in Green Bay, bro. <laughs> right. I know y'all know what I'm talking about. Oh, it's absolutely. Yeah, looking, looking like, like a catcher's about that. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like he was sun tanning on the surface of Mercury, right? For like a week. Cliff, I know you seen your I, man Lane Kiffin being uh, petty on Twitter today about the Tennessee. I heard about that. What did he I, say, though, Paul? I heard about that. All right, he he said something about uh, the quote is as Tennessee again finds itself engulfed in flames. Lane Kiffin waits by his phone. Not at all. Getting this team ready to win its ninth straight game against a great North Texas team. Pretty much saying Man, people were Wait, saying he, that. Tennessee was going to call and how he doesn't want it. I'm like, Lane. Tennessee Lane, is be, not calling you, dog. <laughs> Tennessee's not calling. Do you remember how disastrous that was, bro? Like, Do you remember how boost? Like, they're not calling you. They're done with you. They'll never call you again, dog. Right. The only thing in this world that can compete with Cliff's quarterback Ponzi scheme is <laughs> college head coach Oh, Ponzi that stuff scheme. is. That is that those, two, those two go... Hand if I can hand. do it all over again, I come back as a college football coach, dog. Because <laughs> your man would be out here getting raises every summer, leaving yep. schools in the middle of the night, getting fired, just having another job. Look at Kevin Summer. Kevin Summer got $10 million. They mm-hmm. owned $10 million within 60 days. That's crazy. And right. he got another job for $5 million a year, man. Someone probably walked in the 80s office like, well, see y'all later. <laughs> right. <laughs> Look at your man. Look at your man, Bobby Petrino. Look at your man, Chip Kelly. Like, yeah, hustle man. is it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. What a gig, man. Oh, man. What a gig. I mean, any coach. Look, look at your man, Fisdale. Just got fired by Memphis. One, he's getting paid still. Two, have you seen his wife? Oh, please. <laughs> please. Please, man. Listen, I know broke people to track of wives. That's not an accomplishment in my book. I, I, you guys know where I come from that. I know some broke-ass dudes with good-looking wives, man. That's not an accomplishment. All I'm saying is he's still winning, dog. Took an LDA with the pink slip, winning in life. He don't give a damn. No, he is not winning. What the hell is he going to All right. Let me tell you something, man. His this wife is, a... is bad, though, Cliff. She is bad. Listen, listen, listen. I know people. I know people who serve tables. No offense to those who serve tables. They have attractive wives. This is not some level of accomplishment because your wife is attractive. <laughs> I know people who don't have a job. Well, yeah, it, 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 it ain't no it's measure of accomplishment, insecure. but it damn sure ain't no detriment either. It, that's, that's did did y'all watch Insecure? Did y'all watch Insecure? My man had no job. Paul just has a little thing for Fisdale for his wife because I remember the first time he showed me her, Paul was like, how in the hell did he pull that? <laughs> how did he pull it? 
She's a baddie, though, man. She's black. He's an NBA head coach. I know people from all walks of life. Who have attractive wives is all I'm saying. That's that's true, that is not a badge of honor. You've accomplished nothing. That's <laughs> uh, not an accomplishment. Cliff, Sorry. Cliff is Cliff is besmirching the name of all men with baddies in their <laughs> I, think right. that, I think that's just a very like that's not saying much. No, it's not. It's not. I, I actually do agree. I, I mean, I'm here for things. these jokes, but <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree. It's not saying everybody's beautiful in their own way, I, I suppose. Damn, dog. That's you think that's what I'm saying. You think I'm trying, you think I'm trying to be, get a, get a, I'm trying to be a Hallmark card? Right now? Hey, Cl- hey, well, uh, even though Cliff is dropping this fortune cookie wisdom on us, I will say, uh, speaking of not that impressive of an accomplishment, the Redskins winning twenty to ten against uh, two and nine Giants. I forgot about that twenty. I thought. I keep, yeah. keep thinking it was seventeen. Right? Nah, we won twenty to ten. Yeah, man. And, we were tr- uh, we were trying to give it away. Nah, we we sure were. It was uh, – I, I, I wrote – I just finished uh, Sunday Slices and sent it to Paul. But I liken this win to green bean casserole. <laughs> um, green bean casserole is trash. And I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, it, I, I happen to like green beans as a vegetable. I like cheese mm-hmm. and I like crispy fried onion strings. But green bean casserole as a staple holiday side dish, nah. There's just Chris, you about to hurt some. Many. You about to hurt some folks' feelings out there. There's, man, know, listen, listen. What, what I'll say <laughs> is, what I'll say is, a twenty to ten win over the Giants is the green bean casserole of victories. It was ugly, mm-hmm. unnecessarily bad, and had no place mm-hmm. in my Thanksgiving proceedings. But I ate it anyway. Right. That's it. That's mm-hmm. all. I mean, you know, it, we won. Yep. Word. Cool. Yeah, it could have been worse. We could have lost. <laughs> you, yeah, we could have lost. lost. I'll take Definitely it. Lost. We could have lost. After that pick six, mm. I don't know. I think some people were thinking we might lose that one. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty but... sure. I, I'm pretty sure I looked to my left when that pick happened. I was like, "Well, fellas, here we fucking go again." <laughs> <laughs> man, I, I looked at <sighs> I, I looked at uh, Eli's numbers, and I was just like, "Man, we should have blown these fools." Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Like, it should never have been a sweat. Is it just me or even after the pick six? I mean, that was one of those games I'm watching it. Maybe it was because I was drunk. Maybe it was because it was Thanksgiving. Maybe it's because the season is on the brink anyway. But I wasn't even nervous. I was never really thinking I think it's the game you was were in doubt. Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you yelled young Dolph maybe 50 times. I forgot about that. Wait, yeah. Yeah, young young Dolph made the appearance. <laughs> I don't know what the hell he was yelling. At. I think Cliff, he played some young Dolph in the stadium. Chris, wait, Cliff, were you, I'm about to say, were y'all shooting in the stadium? Like, hold <laughs> on, man. I didn't, I didn't see that on the time. I just I remember Cliff looking at Paul, being like, "Paul, are you okay?" Like, what is <laughs> now that you mention it, it's coming back to me. No less, Cliff's not lying. No less than ten times that I just no reason after a first down, I'm like it's Dolph. <laughs> I'm like, dog, can you stop doing that? <laughs> What's wrong with you? I was like, yeah, that boy Liddy. Like, you all right, man? You all right, Paul? I so clearly wait, surpassed now, the 8.5 pennies in the park. Yes, market. that was my next question to the three of you. Who went over the oh, 8.5 Paul. pennies? Was, Easily, Paul. I, Paul had a mixture of lots of things. We Easily, had some, Paul. I blame we Flip Cup. Some, uh... I blame Flip Cup, <laughs> and I blame Cornhole. By the way, Corey, you're, you're a goddamn ringer out there. I, I don't know what's going on. You, you been practicing, bro? I, 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 I owe it to you, bro. I owe it to you. <laughs> Chris, Paul put me onto the cornhole a while back. You know what I'm saying? I had never played that game, obviously. You know, 
we don't really play that game growing up. I mean, you know, there's other do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I I know it, the cornhole for me was right next to the green bean castle. Corey, Corey, I didn't know <laughs> until I got older that that was a thing. Corey grew up playing yeah. dominoes and shit. <laughs> I say, dog. Y'all are the least subtle dudes. <laughs> Corey was play. like, so Corey's like, so after I finished playing CeeLo, I, uh, <laughs> hey man, oh, Corey, man. I they knew, they knew you better than ask me to play some country ass cornhole. You know, hey yeah, man, Corey's it, over there, quiet. Heineken in one hand, uh, cell phone between his shoulder and his ear, and just flipping the bags, just sinking them. I'm like, Corey. <laughs> Is this Stranger Things? Like, how are you doing this, man? I need, I need answers, bro. Hey, I, I owe it to my brother Paul, man. He put me on to that. That's that West Virginia stuff. So you know, I, I took it from you, brother. I took it from you. But anyway, yeah, defense only gave up seven first downs. Uh, you know, I think it was a good defensive effort. If anything, the offense kind of, you know, was off most of the day. Only had three points until the third quarter. Um, but you know what? Like I said, an ugly win is still a win. It kind of reminds me of the San Fran win from earlier in the season. It wasn't pretty, yeah. but it's still in W. It's still in the win column, and you need to have one. You had you had to have it because you're still in the thick of this thing. I mean, whether it looks pretty or not right now, I think Cliff told me you have a three percent chance according to ESPN of making the playoffs. But that's still, still better, hope. That's still better than zero. You had to have it. Hey. I guess that's a way to look at it. I wouldn't say we're in the thick of it. We ain't in the thick of it. Yeah, we're we're in the thin of it. We we but we're the there, <laughs> but we're there. The line, we're in the line, way in the back, and there's a possibility that by the time we get to the gate, tickets gonna be sold out. Right. I I I wrote today. <laughs> the skins continue to tread water is one of the final logs on the flume to the second wild card. And in all likelihood, five more wins just to crest the summit and maybe splash into January. I mean, we are in the back, back, back yeah. of the line. Pretty yeah. much every team we needed to lose yesterday won. Right. So we just, I mean, it's a, listen, you know, you can look at, you can do scoreboard watching. You got to take care of your own business. We need to win five mm-hmm. more in a row. We're going to be favored in every game except probably, we probably won't be favored against LA. But nah. we will be, I think we're a pick on this week. No, nah, I, mean, I think the line came out. I think we're Dallas is favored by one right now, but that could change. Yeah, I mean, that's basically, that's basically a pick on. So, right. yeah, I mean, we're going to be favored in every game remaining um, except the LA game. Yeah. Could we win five in a row? I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah it's definitely possible, Chris. I mean, you might not think it, but, hey, we've done it before. Yeah, we have. But those teams are better. <laughs> no doubt. Exactly. Well, yeah. let's be honest. Those teams are better we, than this team. We've had many uh, no. Novembers and December that meant nothing. I don't yeah. think those teams are better than this team. You th- right? I don't. Well, this team, if, if this team was healthy, I would agree with I you. I don't. This I team think... as currently constructed is not better than the 07 team. It's not better than the 12 team. It's not better than the 15 team. Not as currently constructed. Right. But when those things were happening, you didn't think we could win out until we won out. You know what I'm That's saying? That's true. That's true. So in each circumstance, it was like, well, we got to win. Well, we're not winning five in a row. We're right. like six in a row. So right. you didn't even think about it until it was like, wow, now we only need to win three in a row. Mm-hmm. Do you, you remember know? when Chani said uh, that when we were three and six? And Shani said, "We're going to take this time to evaluate." <laughs> yep. evaluate. Right. Like, I'll never he, forget it. He was done. He was done. Yo, he was. He was a wrap. He three, was like, uh, "This season's over." Because three and six, your season's a wrap unless somebody collapses. Like, weren't the Chargers zero and four? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were. It's it's basically been 
the Chiefs collapsing that allowed the Chargers to eat, and also the AFC wildcard being well, the terrible. AFC, that's the, the AFC but being trash. They're about right. to win the division. Chargers to be, you know. So we're, we would need the, the succeed to have a, a – those teams do have tough schedules coming up, so that's the bright side of it. We have yeah. an easy schedule, but <laughs> – But – we, listen, we, we were so bad in the first half on offense. Yeah, we were. And I think the problem for us right now is we don't have something we can count on week to week. What so you mean? We can't, count, we can't count on the eight card? What y'all talking about? Come on, hey, man. Listen, Kirk didn't have his best game, but I, will, I mean, he had a lot of uh, pressure all day. And, you know, we had the revolving carousel on the front. Um, but, he, man, he stepped, that throw that he made to Crowder on the touchdown where he eluded a collapsed pocket – Stepped up and was decisive through a dart. That's, I mean, I, I'm not going to get mad at Kirk on that. Like, no, that's what people are asking well, him well, to do all year Chris, is Chris, to make also, plays and manipulate down the field. That, that's he, what he, he did. He also got his feet stuck in the turf and threw a pick. Can, we talk, can that, we talk about I mean, that real quick? Can we talk about how terrible the field at FedEx is for a second? I was going to say, should, are we going to go ahead and give Kirk a pass on that? Because that's the field is just uh, no, shit. I didn't see you like getting I, his foot I, stuck I, in the turf. I, I, thank Listen. you, Cliff, because you don't get a pass for that. No, well, first off. I was always taught growing up that if a ball hits both your hands, you need to catch it. That was a high throw, but uh, I forgot the kid's name. Already. Marshall. 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 Yeah, I mean, Mar- he kind of lobbed no, it like a volleyball no. right to Jack Rabbit. No. Like, listen, if you're not going to catch it, you can't let, tip it right to him. Listen, listen, oh, listen. That whole catch the ball if it touches your hands thing is said by old men. They've been <laughs> shouting it at us since we were kids, and we all think it's true. And it's mm-hmm. not true. Well, it hit his hands. Yeah, it's like that's come on. That's not logic. It's not logical to say anytime someone gets two hands on the ball, they should catch it. But come he was on, running. but come on. No, this, he was this, running. That, it out. that wasn't a throw where it's like a, no, he, this, it's sailing over his head. First off, he missed it was sailing over his head. First off, he ball missed damn near sailed also, over. His also, head. the ball was thrown inside. He was running it out. The problem is that he was running it out. This ball was thrown inside and high. That's why you end up with a situation like that. It was it was a bad throw. I don't think Kirk had a bad game. No, I, I don't. I don't. I don't think the first half he was terrible. I will say that. Look, first half. First half he was. Bad. The whole offense was trash. Yeah, agreed. Well, he's, he, he is the leader. Yeah, and the offense was not only bad; they were sluggish. They like they were. They like they've been crushing turkey all day. Yep. yep. Now, whatever. Listen, they scored three points in the first half. They end up turning it around. The thing is, we don't know what level Kirk is going to play at week to week. So Kirk can will follow up a game like he had against the Saints then with probably one of the worst first half he's put, first halves he's played all season. Right? Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. no idea what he's going to do on Thursday. None. I would think that with a full week's worth of rest, likely return of Trent Williams, uh, I would like to think that Kirk is going to play a little more to his normal standard than Substandard, like he played in the first half. Right. Thursday. I mean, we would like to think that. Mm-hmm. I yeah, would like then, to think that. Yeah. Right. But then, if he plays well on Thursday, we don't know if that means he's going to play well against the Chargers. And mm-hmm. I think that's my whole point about them going on the winning streak. We don't have a single side of the ball. We know they're going to be good every week. And the defense has been spotty. The offense right. has been spotty. Yeah. And the so, special teams has just been absolutely atrocious. It's been terrible. Be it's been pathetic. Yeah. But you know, a lot of it. I think comes down to the O line, especially with Kirk, because you know he was on his back a lot on Thursday night, a lot. Like I think he got sacked a times. 
But you know, you got sex. Oh, you get your game trend back. And this week, I think y'all have seen that uh, Devin Shecky starting at left guard. So you have your Good. best five, your best five on the field. So hopefully, okay. the offensive line is looking a little bit better come Thursday night for Dallas. Let's clarify something about these sacks. Because this is why I hate sacks. Some like week to week when you look at sacks for a week, we watch that game. Were all those sacks in the offensive line? No, no. Kirk, Kirk, was Kirk willingly said that he sure. took sex, which I've never heard a QB say that they took sex on purpose on first down. <clears throat> he well, said that. Kurt won the passing yards, bro. And people were like, well, you know, he's trying to be responsible. What? <laughs> <laughs> on first down? He took three mm-hmm. sacks on first down on Thursday. Mm-hmm. On plays mm-hmm. where it wasn't immediate pressure, you just held onto the ball because you didn't want to throw it away. Clean pocket. He wasn't, you know, QBs are on their back. That's they're gonna be weeks you're on your back, man. Like I don't care what QB you are, they're gonna be weeks where you're on your back. So, well, sometimes <clears throat> he has to go ahead and extend the play, which he did on that play to uh, Crowder in the end zone. Yeah. Some, sometimes you got to move around, man. It's not always gonna be clean for you, bro. Right. Like, it's like, just not. It's not the no, game. It's not, but I, I mean, overall, I thought Kirk was fine. I, you know, I, I, I didn't, I didn't think it was, as, it wasn't as good as the Saints game. No. But listen, not every game is going to be that good. It, the, you know, I, man, I hate, not, I hate three days rest. I really do. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, it's no doubt. I'm it's not stupid. being critical of him. I'm just saying, I've never heard a quarterback tell people that he's willingly taking sacks on first down. I've Jeez. never heard that. Mm. Let alone it be applauded as some sort of like that is one of the dumb. Uh, listen, I'm not even being critical of them because I I thought second half he turned it around, offense moved the ball, right? The pick was unfortunate. That wasn't like a blame pick. I'm not blaming anybody for that pick. That is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard somebody say. <laughs> and the funny thing is, Gruden said after the game, we need to talk to him about these first down sacks. If you think about a lot of his mistakes, they've been on first down. This is like going back. This is two years now. No, you're right. First down, like uh, that are completely unnecessary. So what's worse, Cliff? That or saying he doesn't like throwing fifty-fifty balls? But what's with all these strange things he has a problem with? Hey, man, I, like you said, I've never heard a quarterback speak like that. So I, I don't like fifty-fifty passes. I'm I, willingly taking sacks, which I'm sure your offensive line would love to hear that you're yeah. willingly getting sacked. Yeah. Kirk, Hive, we're not piling on. This is not bashing Kirk. This is conversation. Stay so, Carry on. I don't know. I hope he can get. I think he's going to have a good uh, stretch because I think the defenses are a little weaker mm-hmm. that we're going to be playing. He should but eat next on Thursday against Dallas. He should. I mean, that that secondary is keyword hot. should though, Chris. He's hot hot garbage. garbage. He should hot garbage. They, they benched Anthony Brown, which is like who was behind that guy? Right. That's <laughs> what I wanted. That dude was like a seventh round pick from Purdue. Mm. And like, we all know how you is, feel about Big Ten players. I'm about to say Big Ten is <laughs> let alone a seventh round pick from Purdue. Who is sitting behind him? Right, that couldn't get on a, the field. So now nah, he should eat on on, on versus Dallas, but we'll see if that yeah, happens. No, I mean, the defense mm-hmm. also has a chance on Thursday night to do something. I mean, you've seen Dak, man, and I, I'm not just saying this to piss off the Dallas uh, hive out there. Without Zeke. 
I don't know. I don't really know how good go Dak ahead, really go is. Go ahead and say it, Paul, because they're, they're all saying I don't want to say it, he's me. trash. I don't want to say he's trash because a lot of people are saying, oh, Dak's trash. And I wouldn't take it there. He's probably not trash. But he's he not. clearly ain't as good without Zeke. And and, and that's same the <clears> obvious. <throat> but it's not even like he's playing up to an NFL starter caliber. He's playing very, very shitty. But well, he was also he was he was missing Tyron Smith for a few weeks you, too. He listen, was getting his ass destroyed yeah. in the pocket. Yeah, yeah. So when so I just heard Kirk was on his back, right? They, they gave mm-hmm. up six sacks to fucking Adrian Claiborne. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. You what can did? say what you want about the backers we've put in. You ain't seen some average guy come and have a a knife of his life. Out here, Damn, first. Cliff is just destroying Big Ten play. Dude, just he has calling Claiborne average. He's, no, he's, <laughs> he hates the Big Ten. Chris, I'm used to it. I hear it all the time. I, I hate Big Ten too. So how many sacks did Claiborne? How many? What was his career high in sacks for a season? Five going in. Mm-hmm. And he had six. And he had six in one night. Mm-hmm. I, I will say, I think a lot of the problems, in addition to injuries, like I'm going to feel bad for another team having injuries when I cheer for the skins. But right. the biggest problem for Dallas is they ran into the meat of their schedule at mm-hmm. a very tough time at Atlanta, Philly, and uh, a Chargers team that I thought was going to be a playoff team before the season started. So they just ran into three playoff teams in a row without their best player, and this is right. what you see. This and, is also, and, and you have a weak defense. Yeah, and their wow. defenses. But, I mean, their defense has given up 28-37-27. In the Jeez. last three weeks. Yeah, and Rivers, I think what Rivers had, like 420 versus 430. 430. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mm-hmm. look, on offense, and I've said this to Paul and Corey before, they have no speed on offense. None. Dallas, that is. Yeah. No, they have no speed. Their deep threat is Bryce Butler. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Now, nah, their outside threats do not scare yeah. me, which which plays well for, you know, our, our, I feel like our linebackers have great matchups this week. Obviously, our, I love our secondary. I, man, you know, Chris, it's Chris, it all, game. I don't mean to cut you off. It all sounds good, Chris. You're making me feel too good. But when we but you know like what's about that, to happen. You, Cliff, thank you. <laughs> you know what's about to happen. It, 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 it all sounds too good, Chris. You make me feel good. Uh, right? oh, man. No, it's not going to work out yeah. like that. But I now, hear Corey you. and I had this conversation mm-hmm. on Thursday. Mm-hmm. You know exactly what's about to happen. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. They have not scored. They've scored less than 10 points three weeks in a row. Yep. They yep. are about to have a good night Thursday. Mm-hmm. You just know it. You know it. Mm-hmm. Cole Beasley. All of a sudden, Ryan Switzer is going to look like a good player. You, Because I said it after we lost to the Saints. Good. It's over now. You don't have to worry <laughs> about the season being ended by the Cowboys and Giants. Uh-huh. Now the Cowboys are about to end our season. Because yep. you just know that's how this ends. Got a bad feeling. Do you remember when that those old videos that they used to uh, sell, like bum fights? Yeah, <laughs> remember those? We should just we should just uh, line up D'Angelo Hall across from Des Bryant and record our own video. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> hey, Des is Des is so washed, man. He's so washed. And that's something Cliff had uh, said maybe like two years ago that Des ain't still Des. I, I was kind of like apprehensive. I was like, Des is still a good player. Des is super washed now. Super washed. So you're all in agreement that you feel Dez is washed because I don't feel like he's washed. Dez ain't Dez. Oh no, he's gonna have he's, a, he's gonna have a flashback on Thursday night. Now go ahead, man. Dez is washed. Chris, you watched. know where this is headed. Mm-hmm. See, honestly, I would have been more confident had the Cowboys been struggling. I'm sorry, been playing well. Yep. Yep. They've been so bad. Mm-hmm. 
they're not going to play just again on that'd be four weeks in a row. If right. People are looking at Dak. They need to be looking at the damn head coach. Mm-hmm. That's who they need to be looking at. Mm. They want to blame Dak, but this is Dak's fault that you're still like your average speed and your your wide receivers is like a four eight. <laughs> <laughs> damn. Which I think Daz runs right now. Well, the tight end runs like a five four. Yeah, like the, time run, no, the, the tight end speed. can't run a forty. I don't think the tight end runs forty. <laughs> right. Just, I'll do it looking like 10, Rich Eisen. He doesn't... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, the slander is the slander is real and appropriate. What do you guys think Des runs? I saw he, him. He probably runs like a four seven. I was gonna say four eight. six, four seven. That's first. Am I being am I being too generous with the four six? Hey, I'll stay. First of all, you know how insulting that is. Des, and we said he runs a four six, four seven. Dog. But the thing wow. about it is the thing about it is. These players, they can still probably run a four six. I'm sure, like what Des run in college, probably like a four four five, four Definitely. five maybe. You might, you might run a four six now, but the explosion just the game's it's gone. It's gone. No, it's not there. And Des has never been known for his hands. No, so it's not like he's running these super crisp routes mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. snatching the ball out of the air. That's not never been his game. Mm-hmm. His game is just being more physical. Exactly. Than you. Yeah. And once that once that's gone, like you look at you look at some of these players in the NBA, like a Derrick Rose, like once your athleticism is gone, it's curtains, like you you're yeah, it's a wrap. But he used to be like, able. He used to be a touchdown threat. That's what anywhere down, on the he, field. He would get downfield. Yeah, yeah. Take, oh, he I, used to be able to take a slant house. Yep. Right. He used to be able to do what Beckham does now. He used to be mm-hmm. able to do. Right. He doesn't do any of that anymore. Now. So now the guy I thought about a Terrence Williams, who's still there somehow. Well, we Price I would love to – somebody explain that to me. And, hey, keep him. For all means, keep him on your roster. But that guy is a certified bum. Who, Terrence Williams? He's still there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, before we start the Terrence Williams slander, we have seen he's him eight, score many times. He's eight for us. I just want to say <laughs> so, that. Right. Yes, this is coming from a fan that. base that used to get cooked yeah, by Patrick like, Creighton. Come on, now. The funny thing is, if there's one team – Terrence Williams is still there because of us, basically. <laughs> Probably. That's, like, when his agent pulls up the highlight tape, it's all versus us. It's like that year that D'Angelo Hall made the Pro Bowl just off playing Jay Cutler. Yep. Cutler. <laughs> Close man Cuddy. <laughs> hey, man. Smoking the Newports on the field, dog. <laughs> hey, Cliff, I got addresses with you, man. For somebody that knows so much about quarterbacks, you, you cape for some bums. You love Cutler. You love Rex Grossman. What's going on, bro? Nah, you know what? I hey. I like QBs that play with no fear, man. I oh. don't like fear in my quarterback. Is, is this is this conversation heading towards the Keenum versus Cousins situation? Yeah, Chris, I, knew, I, I figured that's. I need I need a ruling here, Chris. Is that because really we had this conversation yesterday? Ah, <laughs> uh, we really gotta talk about did? this. Cliff and I had a battle last night in our group chat talking about <laughs> if the Redskins were to let Kirk walk, would you be interested in bringing Keenum? Your thoughts, uh, Chris, at what Chris, price? Chris? Before you answer, Chris, exactly, Chris. Understand what's the price. You know Kirk's price is 30. I mean, less than Kirk. Substantially less than Kirk. Let's just I mean, say. I know Kirk. Let's I know just Kirk's say half. 30. Let's just say 15. So 15? I don't even, I don't even think Keenum's getting 15. Now, nah, if you're a starter, you're getting 15. That's that's the, the basement. What is he getting? If like 2.5 this year? Is right, factor? but he wasn't a starter. If you're coming well, in as a starter, you're getting 15. That's the basement. He's probably getting a little bit more. Uh, I mean, uh, what, what does Mike Glennon yeah, get? Right. Mike no, no, Glennon just got yeah. 14. Let, <laughs> let, the Vikings, sure let the Vikings make sure a deep did. run in the playoffs. Let him go to the – let's say they go to the oh. NFC Championship game. Keenum is oh, – he he's saying, I want – don't even call my phone unless you're offering 15 a year. 
Yeah, but then oh, he, of course. If, if, he, if they make a deep run, then Bridgewater will be the one that's gone. So That's mm. true. So do you want Teddy one knee? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dog. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Hey, listen, man. It's real out here. Now, I, um, I, I think I want Tyrod, but maybe I don't. I don't know. There's a lot of Redskins fans that think Tyrod is some trash. Of course. I don't think he's trash. Of course. I don't, I don't, think, he's tra- I don't think he's trash and, either. And I'm sure the ones that think he's trash, their cousins live in Buffalo. You get 100%. What I'm saying. Right. That's, 100%. That's, that's the cornhole crowd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the green bean casserole crowd. No question. Um, that's no, the, that's the, the nickname doesn't offend me crowd. <laughs> right. Shit. Doesn't offend me. What are they so mad about? <laughs> <laughs> Look, this is all I was saying about Keaton. If we are basing it solely on play, we're not going to take all the things we saw you do before you started playing well, right? Because right. Case has been on some bad teams. He's had yeah. two mm-hmm. bad weeks. You've yeah. seen them. So did the guy here. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So until he started, he was a bum until he wasn't. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> a bum until he wasn't. No, that's true. Straight up. No, what, true. what are the Vikings? Nine and two? Yes, they are. Man. Yeah, they are. He lit our asses up. He, he might have thrown two picks. He lit us up. It wasn't like some like dink and dunk. No, no, no. The, he he cooked Josh Norman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Case well, wait, well, plays uh, out there. That's kind of irresponsible to say that Case Keenum cooked Josh Norman. That's not true. Feeling well, Josh, Josh Norman. Norman. No, no, Case but, but, Josh Norman. Listen. Keenum was making plays out there. He definitely was. Keenum made plays versus the Lions. I like. I have seen the guy making plays, so I can't be told that he can't play. Mm-hmm. Is he good? I don't know if he's yeah. good. Yeah, I don't I, know. I I agree with that. Uh, listen, I I am slowly as the season has gone by talking myself into just saying we just got to bite the bullet and pay Kirk. I'm with you, Chris. That's I'm starting to get there. I, ha- I hate kind, to say it's it. Just, it and listen, you know, I hate I, to say I, I've, I've had Twitter fingers on Kirk for three straight years. Man, I don't know if y'all knew this, but two years ago when we won the division, mm-hmm. I told my boy in a group chat that before the season started when, when RG3 got benched for an imaginary concussion, I told my boy, <laughs> I said, I said, if Kirk, if Kirk wins eight games this year, I will tweet, I was wrong about Kirk every day for a year. I will buy his authentic jersey. I will buy a poster. And then I tweeted that. And I'll be <laughs> goddamn if we didn't win nine games. <laughs> so my, man, my man Clinton Yates was working for the Post at the time. He wrote a story about it. And uh, some national news outlets picked it up. Sports Illustrated picked it up. Up Rocks picked it up. And I, my mentions were just... My mentions were in shambles. <laughs> shambles for weeks. Cats would see the story and be like, oh, that's you? And every day for a year, I would tweet, I was wrong about Kirk. And Dang. what I, I say all of that to say this. Even after that year, I still was like, yeah, you know, after last season, week 17 left the worst taste in my mouth. But oh, yeah. as this year has gone by, when, I, when I've seen that, what we've de- dealt with from a skill position player wise, injury wise, the schedule. I mean, this is the I, man, I hate bitching about the schedule, but this is the hardest schedule I can remember the Redskins ever playing. 
to start a season. Like, it, if you just look at the, the best teams in the NFC, we have played all of them, mm-hmm. and one of them twice. Right. You had the third-place so, schedule, and you ended man. up having to play the Saints <laughs> and the goddamn Vikings. I'm like, I know. our nation. <laughs> and we play, we've been at L.A., at Seattle. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you just look at the schedule like, God damn. Mm-hmm. So you add up all of those factors. And, I, man, as much as I think that some of these counting stats are a little bit overinflated, you know, the, the passing yards or whatever, a lot of that is just the product of the era. But when you see the company that he's keeping in a lot of these stats, I, I mean, even a hater like myself can't deny the boy, he does work, man. And and is he the best quarterback I've ever seen? Absolutely not. No. Is he probably a top 10 to 12 quarterback in this league? Debatable. Yes. Borderline. Yes, I think, I think he is. I think he is. And do you have to pay to have one of those guys? Yes, you do. So you know what, man? Well, as far as I'm concerned, don't worry. him and Jay, him and Jay Cliff, are attached Cliff, I know you, at the I know hip. Where you going, just go, just, we just got to go ahead and pay that, man. Go man. ahead, Cliff. I'm and I'm just sick of, the, I'm sick of the drama okay. on top of all that. I hear you. I, I hear I get you. It. But we are drama. drama. We're the Washington Redskins. We're sick of the That's drama, right? This year, well, what was it last year? Last year, down the stretch, mm-hmm. he didn't play well. We don't make the playoffs, right? This just year, just needed to win one game. Put an emphasis on that, though, Cliff. This year, it's... Well, and also last year was defense, right? Oh, our defense isn't good. Our yep. defense stinks. Mm-hmm. Can't lose this defense. Mm-hmm. Oh, defense st- defense still is kind of trash. Okay. No, no, defense, is not, defense really is not trash. Well, Chris, they're playing good enough to win the, ball the, games. The defense has had two bad games, which they're mm-hmm. allowed to have in a season. I don't happen. care how good a defense you are. Defense has had bad games. They, they, the Jaguars just gave up 27 points to Blaine Gabbert. Shit happens. It's true. Blaine Gabbert. Okay. Mm-hmm. This year it's, well, the schedule. But we have injuries. No receivers. No receivers. But the defense isn't that good. But we got a receiver. I want you people to tell me a team that has been successful in the league Mm -hmm. that paid their quarterback and then they were successful after. Like, that was the start of their success. So, I'm not talking about a team that won a Super Bowl or may have run, then paid their quarterback. I'm talking about a team who said, here's our quarterback's big check. Now we're going to win games. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I cannot think of a precedent that because it's never happened. Nope, never. Right? It's never happened. Our team is flawed. We all acknowledge our f- holes on our roster. Mm-hmm. I want someone to tell me how you're supposed to fix holes in your roster while paying someone thirty-two million or whatever mm. he wants. Jesus. When it's clear he is not capable of being good enough to cover up for the holes. Mm-hmm. Now, see, this is now that's where I guess where the debate would be because this offense. Is still top ten in a lot of categories, and I would argue that there are some holes that he is filling with his play. They talk let me ask points. you. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this though: We're Chris. number twelve in points. Is that more Cousins or is that more Gruden? I, I think it's both. I mean, I love Jay, man. Come on, you know I'm a I'm a Jay Jay Hive all day. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's both, and that's not to say that Jay couldn't do it with someone else because I don't believe that. You, you, I think you Jay took the words is a great. <clears throat> but Chris, Chris, what were, Chris, were we in? What were we in points like? We're right around the same. Right mm-hmm. around the same. Yeah, we, we scored like what twenty six or twenty seven a game. Yeah, last year. We, we our offense has been just about as productive points wise. There's always as someone last open. year. There's always someone. We're at, we score right now. We score uh, twenty twenty three and a half points per game, which is twelfth in the league. Unfortunately, mm. we give up twenty five point three. Well, no, well, give, well, some of those are we, no. Some of that's on the short field, on the offense. Not even short field. Some of them have been touchdowns teams. at the end of the game. Yeah, I mean, think about yes. how many defensive touchdowns some, we had this year. 
Philly. We've uh, given up. One. We've given up three touchdowns at the end of games that that you know. I think. Kind I of think. Blew up I think my set. whole point is when you pay Kirk. What is then the expectation for the team? Mm-hmm. Because it can't be we give someone that kind of money and it's good enough if we just make the playoffs, right? Because we have not made the playoffs. We might we are about to be out of the playoffs two years in a row. Mm-hmm. Next season, three of the last, three mm-hmm. of the last four, right? In in the three years he started, we would have one division title. The one year the division was complete trash, we win the division. Right. The last two seasons, the division has been good. We have not been close. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, we were close last. Not to win the division, but close to the playoffs. Right. But I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like to win the division, we're not close. So, no. so I don't think we can just be. Oh, we got to make the wild card. No. We can't be out here paying thirty we can't million. Be out here claiming we have this great quarterback, mm-hmm. and we're just trying to get the wild card. Yeah. No. Because that's an eight or nine. That's a nine win team. So then, when do the expectations come? Become we need to win games. Because right now, that's really not the expectation for this team. But why is that not the expectation when you franchise tag this guy? He's getting top five money for the quarterback position. Hey, man, I wonder, I've been wondering the same thing. But I'm trying to figure this out. Because once you say, okay, Kirk, here is all the money. What if we go 9-7, and seven, miss the playoffs again next year? What that are the excuses going to be? But my whole point is, we have gone two years in a row where there have been excuses. No mm-hmm. defense. No, no this. This year. No receivers. No this. We aren't gonna be able to get those things when you pay someone that kind of money. Now, wait, you say wait, you say that, Cliff, but we're we we've been able to, according to you, the defense has been improved. We're going out and signing guys, and that's with paying Kirk forty four mil guaranteed over the last two years. It's not like we haven't been able to operate our offense. The Maras haven't dropped a dime on us. We haven't lost salary cap <laughs> free agent space. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like we're still able to go get these. The market resets every year. Every year, the cap resets. Every year, it gets bigger and bigger. He might be 17% of the cap next year, but by the end of his deal, he's no, only 12 because this is not just about cap. percent of cap, right? Because you're not just going to give someone that kind of money and then just walk out there with average offensive players. When teams give quarterbacks money, unless you're the Ravens, <clears throat> you generally then start spending money on your offense mm-hmm. to justify – like, we can't give you all this money. And then someone goes, well, who can we throw into? Right, we need to give you receivers now. P- P- Jordan Reed's not here. We're going to have to fix that. This no, even- I mean, we th- – but that's – well, okay. Well, if, if, your, if your contention is that this team is not good enough to excel at player development, I 100% agree. No, that's not what you're saying. But that, that's what you need to have if you're going to give Kirk the bat. No, You need player development. Is- you cannot give someone like that money when you are nowhere near contending for anything. Mm. I don't think we're near contending. Who on this podcast thinks we're near So if we're contention? not near contending, why would you pay that quarterback a five-year deal, $100 million, damn near Andrew Luck money, $90 million guaranteed? Why would you pay that? And he's, he's, he's about to be 30 years old. So I'm, not, I'm, he's not I'm a kind of with Chris on this, though. But, like, he said the, the market resets every year. The 17% that he's making of the cap now is not going to be the same. Like, example, two years, two guys, years ago. Doesn't when, it jump to 25? Two years ago when we could have paid Kirk $18 million a year. Everybody was like, oh, my God, $18 million a year for this guy? He had five games this season? We can't do that. Now, in 2017, looking back, that would have been a steal for him. You can't look at it as, yep. you can't look at it as a thing where it's but like who, you're paying him who, who too much. Because the market will reset. In, in three I, years from now, that $30 million you're paying him, it will be pennies compared to what you're saying. Like, I, don't like that. I don't like that argument. Because when you say – I'm sorry, Cliff, but when Kirk, when Kirk started off that year, he had 
a couple good games, and the folks were saying, give Kirk this money. You don't just pay a quarterback 18 or whatever mil a year off of five games. Right. So they're, they're out here telling that's, that's just saying, Corey, they're out here telling us that they want to play Case Keenum. Case Keenum has played more good games already than Kirk played in 2015. Well, man, go Let's keep it real. If we're going to keep it real, let's keep it real out here, man. I I've always said Case Keenum is a true bum. Kirk, the first half of that season, almost lost his job. Mm-hmm. He was on the verge of losing his job. Mm-hmm. He then played Lights basically consecutive half, crappy defenses, yep. lit him up. People yep. wanted to give him $18 million a year. Mm-hmm. It's like, how can we give you $18 million a year for playing half a good season? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. We didn't. He ends up having two good seasons after that. Mm-hmm. Our team, our roster still isn't that good. Can we agree on this, guys? Okay, but can you can we agree that by letting Kirk walk and then signing free agent X or drafting I, I'm not I don't like any of these quarterbacks coming out. Maybe y'all do. I do not. Um so if you're if your solution is we either draft or pay Tyrod or Teddy One Knee or I, who else is a free agent next year? I don't even know. I mean that's pretty much Keenan, it. Don't want, count. Like, Keenan, McCown, yeah. Water, Bradford. So, if you're saying that we're not close now, you're telling me that by signing one of those dudes, and by the way, you're gonna have to sign them for fifteen to twenty mil a year. Like it's not like you're getting them for. I don't think that's necessarily on true. The cheap. I don't think that's necessarily true. Mike Glennon just got fourteen was, last just, year, and I promise last you, year. you're the same. Nobody's going to give Glennon no one's that doing that dumb <laughs> shit ever again. No, bro. No yes, one. of course no they will. Not. Cliff, no it's the Ponzi scheme. No, of course they will. This is one. the big short. No, they're, of one. course they're going to do it. One. How many? How many first round picks at quarterback are they going to be? Because it looks like there's going to be probably four, four or five, three or four. I don't Darnold, know. Darnold, Rosen, Mayfield. Who's the kid Jackson, from Oklahoma Jackson State? Jackson, a wide receiver. Lamar Jackson. Uh, oh, damn. Damn. Oh, damn. I like Lamar Jackson. I'm joking. I, do too. I think the NFL, <laughs> well, you know how the NFL is. My point is, there is no precedent for paying the quarterback and then winning games. All the teams that have paid quarterbacks have struggled roster-wise after that. That's generally how it has worked. You pay your quarterback, your back end of your roster gets worse. Okay, Cliff, but my, my thing is, man, we are not good enough at player development to just say, well, we're going to plug in a $15 million a year quarterback, and then we're going to draft well. Well, no, Chris, I, 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 I kind of would argue say, that, say, that player development has, has gotten better. I mean, look at these guys that they want to run out of town just like a couple of years ago, Ioannidis, Kendall Fuller. Mm-hmm. Now these guys are major players on the team. I feel you that the track record has been bad, but I mean – any good team, any team that is really contending to, for a Super Bowl or to win a championship, they draft well. They have to draft well. Otherwise, you it's not going to work. Yeah. So yeah, if, if our goal is to win a Super Bowl, then pay Kirk. And if you don't draft well, you're not going to win. But so, but what, about what, when, what, what about when you pay Kirk that bag? You're also losing out on free agents that, of your own. So I, what? You have to draft well. It doesn't matter. You can't say so what and then expect the team to nah, get better, though. Because that's the, no, but, this is, but this is what Paul's point is, I, I believe, is that his thing is like, listen, under Gruden and now hopefully, uh, uh, why am I blanking on our D coordinator? Uh, Minuski, like mm-hmm. these dudes are going to be developed well. So you, exactly. you continue drafting and you continue getting better. You can afford to pay even, quote, you know, arguably overpay Kirk if you develop the rest. No. Look, man, we got, we got Josh Doxson. Doxson is going to be on a rookie deal next two years. We've already paid Reed. That's a sunk cost. We get one more year of Crowder on the cheap. 
I mean, this is you, you, you guys. I think I think the problem is you guys have this backwards. Is the problem, right? Because you draft the players, and then you win, and then you have to pay them, right? It's not we draft. Let's hope that we, they get better, because you, the problem is your quarterback is already thirty. Okay, mm. man, that's look, that's ten no, more no. years in this guys, league. Look, guys, look how this guys. league is trending. No, first of all, don't, don't compare just... him. To, you're comparing him to Hall of Famers. That's not, look at <laughs> I'm not comparing him to Brady, but. Damn, Look Cutler's 36 Cutler's, out there. Cutler's garbage. He's been garbage for like four years. <laughs> no, but you want him. You want to pay him no. instead of having Kirk. No. You, you, I think you guys are misunderstanding my point, right? Look at the young teams that have won, whether it's the Seahawks. Look at the Packers when they won. The Packers roster has not been the same since they paid Rodgers. It hasn't because it completely changes your roster. Mm-hmm. You guys can talk about draft picks. Draft picks then need to be paid. Okay, Cliff. After four let years, me, let me it say gives this. you four-year no, windows. No, these let me ask you a question, Cliff, because I feel what you're saying. I'll, the recipe, and you're seeing with Philadelphia, they can pay all these guys to come in and, and compliment Wentz because Wentz is making, like, pennies on the dollar right now. He's not making anything. And a lot of these teams you like see in the past, like Rodgers in 2011 and Russell, Russell Wilson a couple years ago, like, they all were making a little bit of money. Let me ask you this. When's the last time you saw any team win a Super Bowl that just drafted poorly all across the board? You can't right. aim one. But, <laughs> but the, the two go hand in hand, right? The mm-hmm. Seahawks weren't paying Russell anything. Mm-hmm. Look at their roster since they had to pay Russell. It's been gutted. They had All, to. Well, they also had to pay the Legion of No, Moon. that's what I'm saying, because you have to pay good players. Yeah. So it wouldn't just be Kirk. We aren't. What, do you guys, how many games do you guys think we can win next year if everything went well? We're maybe a 10 win team if everything breaks right. I mean, if everything breaks right, I mean, I don't know. You're, you're, you're nine, no, you're no, no. eight, nine win team <laughs> you now, know? and you're decimated by injuries. You yeah. tell, you tell everything me when breaking you guys, right. You guys, relative. you guys tell me when you think we can actually compete for something actual, not mm-hmm. a playoff spot. I'm about you are actually genuinely in the running. When you I mean, that's, that's, you can't answer that question. I don't know what the draft oh, is going to bring. Know. I don't know what the draft is going to bring. You see, Corey, now they don't know. <laughs> well, well, right, let's, hey, say, let's say this. Let's say mm. you give Kirk the back. Let's say you give him whatever he wants. I don't and know. And you're basically letting and, Breland walk. And I, well, I, I, I can name a few Well, others, they, they drafted Breland's replacement two years in a row now. That, that, that was so probably... So you're just letting good corners walk out the door? No, man. But we had. Why do you think we you drafted and developed Moreau and Fuller? Like, right. That's why. Well, before we get ahead of ourselves, Moreau hasn't developed yet. Moreau's not played. Let's not just assume. So we're just going to assume. So you're going to let Breland play well. Let him walk after you drafted him because you said you draft well. You keep your players that you drafted, correct? Corey, good teams do this all the time. Dion Lu- Dion Dion Lewis. Oh, Breland's like 25. <laughs> what's What's my man's name? Uh, from the from the Patriots, the MVP back in 05. Dion Branch. Dion Branch. Dion Branch. MVP of the Super Bowl. MVP Please don't ever compare. Oh, no, we're Patriots. not the New England Patriots. I, unless, I, unless I check their quarterback. <laughs> like, so? But that's what I'm saying. All I'm saying, Corey, is sometimes you can't keep every good player. No good team in the NFL keeps every good player because you can't pay everybody. You have right. to draft well. Right. But this, this is my whole point, though, Paul. Amen. When you think of those teams when their rosters have slipped and injuries happen, right? This is the first year where we've actually had a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. What happens next year when we have a lot of injuries again? Is that going to be then be an excuse? Because it becomes a point where you have to say our quarterback is good enough to where mm-hmm. we should be in a playoff running. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Period. I don't care mm-hmm. who's here. You're here. Why don't we compete for a playoff spot? Mm-hmm. The Seahawks 
are missing two of their best defensive players. You just took the words offensive on my line. Mm-hmm. They're going to be competing for that playoff spot. They're probably going to end up getting it. You know why? Because they're, Cause they're playing the NFC West. Nah, because their QB is, is a, a playmaker. <laughs> he is a dog. <laughs> the QB's nice. I, listen, that, I'm not sliding <laughs> Wilson. But, and you know, hey, Cliff, Wilson is nice. But you know what else he is? He's paid. So if your argument is, no, okay, right. well, but, Kirk's not as good as Wilson. No, no. My, I agree my with you. But you that, still got to no, pay my good, argument, good quarterbacks. My argument just, is that. It just is no, what it is. My argument is that when you pay a quarterback, You've already your team something. is actually good. Mm-hmm. Where the hell are you going? Mm-hmm. So, what is your team's timeline? Because we can't, you can't, you can't be a seven or eight win team with that quarterback. You pay that quarterback and then go, well, let's hope that we draft guys well. It's like even Ozzie Newsom has bad draft classes. Mm-hmm. Even the Patriots had bad draft classes. I mean, and we we have don't we have what the fourth or fifth most free agent or uh, salary cap. Next right, year? you well, pay a quarterback, you're gonna lose half of that. Half yeah. of that's gone. <laughs> okay, fine, but we, you still have to. <laughs> man, I, I think you guys are misunderstanding my point. What is the timeline for the team? The team has no expectations. They have yet to have them under Gruden and Cousins. Mm-hmm. They've yet to have any, any. So, are you? Do you want to move on from Gruden as well? No, no, I like Gruden. Gruden has a cap against the salary cap. So they no, no, that. but I, I, I'm not talking about the money. I'm just talking about the no, expectations saying, and the, and the performance. The expectations from the fan base. That's about everyone. Even the fan base does not really have expectations for this team. Which is pathetic. Like, we were quick to give a team, the team a cop-out this year. Schedule. Injuries. We're quick to say that. So then what does it say? Because what happens next year? if Because we didn't think the schedule was going to be this hard. Nope. Then the schedule turned out to be hard. What if that happens again next year? Is that then an excuse to win eight games again? Mm. So then it's like, why am I paying you $30 million and then you're eight and eight? Oh, my gosh. That's all I'm asking you guys. Why? Oh, because we can't get anyone else? I guarantee you someone else can come in and go eight and eight for a third the price. Well, well, let's, let me ask you this, and we got to move on after this because we've been talking about this for too long. <laughs> I, we're talking about the Giants game somewhere in this. Now it's, it's Kirk time again somehow. But let me ask you this. So, <laughs> it's only, it's no, always, I, it's, I don't it's think it's Kirk. I think it's just like, this is team building. How do you build your team in the NFL? Well, let me ask you this. So you've seen what, half a season or a little bit over half a season of good Case Keenum. He's had some good moments, some bad moments. But let me ask you this. That $15 million you're going to save on not paying Kirk and bringing Kirk, Case Keenum, what are you going to say then when Case Keenum comes out on a Monday night versus Dallas and throws four fucking picks? What are you going to say? Kirk can do the same thing. Why, you gotta say, why does he have to throw Why is he throwing picks? four picks? Because Case Keenum, he is what he is. He, Dennis so Green said it best. They are who we thought they were. Do you know Kirk used to throw four picks? All the and, time. And, and the thing about it is, Cliff, you're the first person to say how good Minnesota receivers are. And I said this yesterday, yeah, and you argued with me. He has some damn good circumstances. His defense is amazing. He is the best wide receiver defense. doing the NFL right now. His O line is playing great. Even oh, yeah. Curry, you guys hear that? The best wide receiver doing the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff with the call back to a few weeks ago. Right. <laughs> I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> listen, listen, man. I all I I didn't say, well, go sign Kids Keenum because we're gonna win a bunch of games. My whole point is, we got eight wins probably again. Mm-hmm. We had eight wins last year. Mm-hmm. The year before, we had nine, and the division stunk. You tell me who's getting thirty million off eight win seasons, man? Mm. Matthew Stafford. 
Dude, Whoa. they made the playoffs two to the they made the playoffs Chris. two of the last three seasons and they're the Detroit Lions, dog. Easier division. I'm Is just it? talking trash out of A-Rod. No, I'm just saying listen. <laughs> Rogers and the Vikings and uh, nah. Derek Carr. Only the Bears have been trash. Derek Carr got paid. His team won eleven games in a division title. Had made the playoffs for the first time in sixteen years. Made me a believer. Okay. And I don't even think Derek Carr's that good. I said that on this podcast. Mm. I don't think he's that good. And you mm-hmm. see what their team looks like now. Because mm-hmm. they're he's five not, six, probably the same as us. Right, but he's not that good. It's a thing. He's actually not that good. So wait, what if Case Keenum is Derek Carr? Wait, you want to bring in what? Case Keenum for fifteen? I don't know why you, you can, save your you save your fifteen million. See, Paul because, look, look, Cliff, we can, Cliff, we can we can put it. We can make it free Keenum. agent X. We can I make a free agent for X. Case Keenum, okay, Chris. but you're caping you're caping for free agent no, X or rookie X we, instead of Kirk, I am which saying, is fine. No, but I you're telling saying, me then that my that the expectations for the team should be no. Our expectations no. aren't high enough now. But if we get rid of Kirk, that somehow no, they're going to be. I better? am saying to like, you, wait, what? I am saying to you, we are an eight win team. Mm-hmm. I don't see, unless you hit a homer in your draft class again, how we are anything other than an eight win team again next year. Do you guys, I don't know how you can say that not knowing the free agency. Like we didn't who, know this time last year that we were going to get Zach Brown. We didn't, you know, like how? Yeah, how we, we got Zach Brown. Right Can you we're just name Chris? You just name another one that we got to resign, man. Y'all got to take into consideration that money that Cousins will get. Yes, it's thirty million a year. That's going to be twenty five percent of the cap. No, it's not. Paul, dude, not twenty five percent. It's not twenty five percent. Not twenty five. It's like fifteen, sixteen percent. Paul, we won. Yeah. Well, we're about to win eight games again. Yeah, we signed Zach Brown. We still got eight wins. Okay, but it's the trade-off. It's the trade-off. Is that $15 million you're saving going to be worth the bargain when the quarterback you bring in is worse than Cousins? So what if you brought in Keenum and you use that other 15 mil on an Allen Robinson and another pass rusher? Would you say I don't no? see how it's going to matter when Case Keenum is putting the ball in row six. Like, you keep okay. saying that, but Kirk does the same thing. <laughs> This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Can we please move on? Paul, you are basing this argument from your perception that K- Case Keenum is garbage. No, nah, he's not garbage. He keeps saying he's throw the ball in the row F. But he's, he's not as good. He's, he's not as good as Kirk. I am saying we need to stop. <laughs> make, I think the problem in this league is everybody makes every little thing about your quarterback. And what the you know what's the good? Ponzi scheme. No, 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 no. no. Part of it, no, because part of it, if you don't have a quarterback, is acknowledging that your quarterback's not that good. You can win if you acknowledge your quarterback's not good. It's when you ask a, your quarterback who makes thirty million to play like a thirty million dollar QB when he's not a thirty million dollar QB. That's when you have a problem. Your quarterback doesn't have to do everything. Okay, that's well, my, let me ask. Let me ask you only, this. That's that's exactly what Case Keenum proves from Minnesota. Has, do you, you think that Kirk? Do you believe that Kirk has earned his twenty-four mil a year thus far? <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll wait. Laugh at that. No. Earned? I'll Are hang you, up and listen. Let me hang up and listen. Because <laughs> wow. you don't understand how I look. You don't understand how I look at player contracts. They pay you what they pay you. I don't give a damn whether you earned it or not. You cut the check because they, you negotiated that contract. The Skins gave him that money, so he gets twenty-four million dollars. Whether he can get thirty-five, fifty million in the open market is great. Mm. What God. are we? If we're still winning eight games and our quarterback's making thirty million, then what are we doing? <laughs> the Ravens are about to make the playoffs. Their quarterback is trash. <laughs> how are <laughs> he is? How are they making the playoffs? Great right. defense. Straight mm-hmm. up. Great defense. Great <laughs> defense. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Great defense, great special teams. Quarterback mm-hmm. is trash. Mm. 
we're gonna be paying Kirk more than obviously Kirk is better than Flacco. Mm-hmm. But yes. we're not in the playoffs. <laughs> we're not winning. Playoffs. The thing is, we're not winning anything. <laughs> Mediocre. Man. You get something because you won something. That's mm-hmm. how it's given to quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. We don't pay you the most. In the, listen, they wanted to pay Luck. Luck has been carrying trash rosters. Mm-hmm. That's why he got paid. His roster has been garbage. You put Kirk on some of those teams, Kirk wouldn't survive the season. They Terrible. got they, they got Luck killed out there. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying, people. I mean, when we do the overrated podcast, I'm gonna go in on Luck, but I'm gonna save that. Yeah, for good the luck. Overrated. Good luck. Whoa, I'm gonna save that for the overrated, overrated podcast. That. that guy is on I'm one of the most overrated. Just, that guy's on one of the over- worst. I can't wait till we had that combo because Luck is my guy. That guy oh, is on one of he's on one of the worst franchises Chris. in this league. Overrated. A dysfunctional garbage franchise. And Let Kirk me- isn't. Is this <laughs> is this Coach Chuck Pagano? Is his, owner, <laughs> is his owner? Is his owner getting pulled over with drugs and thousands of dollars in his car? Drugs in the bag in the front seat. Did his GM trade a first round pick for Trent Richardson? Oh, this right. ain't even close. Team so bad, the punter quit football to go join Barstool. That's how bad the team is. <laughs> like it's not even close. They I mean, we were gonna ruin like he did. Like that actually they, did happen though. They're an awfully ran franchise. Now, I'm, I'm gonna go chill these frat boys instead. I'm good. Mm. Luck is mm-hmm. luck carried some bums, man. They got in a conference championship with trash on his team. Nah. We, yeah. we did. Nah. Chris, nah. let me ask you this real quick. Luck lost by 400. Chris, Chris, no, let me ask you this. Luck, luck, luck. They lost luck. by 400. Okay, just when that. is the last okay. time we went to a conference championship, Chris? 1991. That was last year, right? I don't mm-hmm. give a damn if we get there and lose by 400. We can't even win a playoff game around here. Mm. Mm. Well, Haven't won one since what? They won ninety nine season. Mm. No five season. Nah, we beat the Bucks. Oh, you're right. You're right about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to the second round game in Seattle. We got beat. Yo, it, I, I feel like you need to like have something to show other than a piece of paper with your stats on it. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Great, well, you threw for a lot of yards and touchdowns. You didn't even throw for a lot of touchdowns. We're twelfth oh. in points. Oh, give me thirty million a year. Okay, here you go. Let's, let's go be eight and eight again. Great. <laughs> well, there's gonna be plenty of plenty of months and seasons that go by. We're gonna have to debate this because as soon as this calendar hits January, we're back to uh, Kirk Mania again. In back the to the off season, Kirk. Right. Watch. We're back to the off season again. <sighs> Honestly, I, I've said this before. <laughs> Around like May every year, I'm just all Kirked out. I can't hear about it on Twitter anymore. I can't hear about 980. I can't hear about ESPN NFL Network. I also hope we just pay him so I don't have to hear about it anymore. Because I'm, I'm tired of doing this yeah, song and dance every I agree. I agree. You we'll guys are just, just pay him so we don't got to talk about it. Corey, that's, I'm exhausted, man. We've done this two summers it's in exhausting. a row. You know what you're going to do next year if we just pay him? You're going to spend the time when we're four and six again mm-hmm. saying, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Why is it? Yo, I can't pay you $30 million if I feel like you can't save us in a jam. That's all I'm saying. I don't think Derek Carr is that good because he doesn't do that. You know what Stafford does sometimes when the team is trash? He saves them. Stafford's a dog. Quarter. Mm -hmm. And sometimes he doesn't, Cliff. Like the game on Thursday, for example. Like sometimes, yes. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. They lost the the game to a better If you're telling me that this year that Kirk has not given a – like I I can't flatly say that Kirk has played a bad game this year. I didn't say anything about playing bad. Not one. And – and has given us opportunities to win games. I mean, the Kansas City game comes to mind. The, the the Saints game, 
you know, the imaginary intentional grounding, all that, whatever. Man, I, I just, I, I'm sorry. Kirk is probably, it's, it's, well, he's definitely not as good as the Kirk Kai thinks he is, but he's probably better than we think he is. I did not. He's see, in that group. The funny thing is, at <laughs> no point have I said Kirk is not good. I think that's the misunderstanding about when I talk about Kirk. I you just don't want to give him the best. It's, it's that, that's it. The logic yeah. for giving someone that kind of money in the league when no team has won ever giving mm. the quarterback money before you actually were good. So when did, I mean, I could argue the 2015 Broncos. When did Russell Wilson the Broncos, get the bag? The Broncos were already good. When, before yeah, I guess they were did already Russell, Did Russell get the bag before or after the uh, – After. After, after yeah. Remember, he got the yeah. bag really late. Jeez. Yeah. Look, the they Panthers, won in his third year. The mm. Panthers just paid Cam. Mm-hmm. Their roster sticks. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to physically carry that team back there again by himself. But you notice all the quarterbacks that you're mentioning are quarterbacks that are playmakers. They can yeah. carry their roster. I was they can carry say, their team. Cliff definitely loves Kirk Cousins his do that man. for us. It's do you guys actually think he could do that? My thing is, what if we're not that – what if we have injuries? Does that mean the season's just over? I mean, everybody's going to say we had injuries. Excuses. Like, Back because there are other quarterbacks in this league that the only time the season's over is if they're injured. Like the like – the, Rodgers, I agree. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. man, listen, we don't have Rodgers. We don't have Brady. I, we don't have no. Reese. So, so then I'm not paying so the, you more than them. And I don't give a shit what the market is. I'm not buying into this stupid Ponzi scheme where somehow I am paying you more than the person across who's actually three times better than you and are. Cliff, mm-hmm. that's fine. But you're mad about 8 and 8. You can be real mad about 4 and 12. No, I'm cool with 4 and 12. I, have a four and 12 team. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what you don't get, Chris. If we're a 4 and 12 team. Then or whatever. We're a four and twelve mm-hmm. team. I've seen a lot of those teams. Mm-hmm. Oh, me too. Now I think we, we all have. now there's literally been no expectations for this team for two years. None from the fans. Nobody. Ah, oh, we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll go win seven games. They'll break our way. We'll win. Nah. What if the Eagles are good again next year? The division's mm-hmm. done, so the division is canceled off. Right. So you mean to tell me if there's a twelve-win team in our division, we can't win the division? So then why am I paying you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You pay QBs to win. Yep. That's what this league is about. Are you winning games? You're not? Then go take your stats somewhere else, man. No, Cliff, we got a fan base that's excited over going 8-7-1. and one. Right. Right. Jump for joy. Quarterback had 4,000 yards passing, 25 touchdowns. But he went 8-7-1, and, and we're excited. Boy, that's some damn stats. Dude, those stats will get his name put up there on the, the walk or the ring or whatever. Well, his completion percentage is like right. 66. Like, <laughs> but our win percentage is 500. Okay, come on, man. Oh. I mean, at some point, that has to matter. Well, at, some, at some point, listen, man, y'all, I can't believe y'all got me standing for Kirk over here. But there's just, some, <laughs> there's just some outlandish statements being said. Like, like man... No, I can. Kirk, really... Kirk has played. Kirk has played well in more games this year than he has not played well. That and even not... in the games that he didn't play well, See, he didn't play Chris, bad. That That's is bar. not the argument. I have not said he has not played well. This is a league that is about whether your QB wins games. That's what I've always been told. They paid Derek Carr because he won games. Mm-hmm. What about to pay you because he went eight and eight? <laughs> what type of shit is this, that, that What does that tell you about our franchise? Mm-hmm. Yep. That the I, that you can become the the franchise QB, winning eight games, man. Lowered, even lowered the, the bar, Cliff. Even lowered the, the Raiders demanded that you win eleven. Mm-hmm. Even the Raiders. Mm-hmm. That's a mm-hmm. damn shame. Well, 
that it's just what are your stats? Ain't fantasy football. Kirk might win you a fantasy league. Oh, I got him on all my teams, hundred <laughs> percent. I know you. I know you do. I know. I'm just saying, guys. That, that, that's where I'm at with Kirk. I don't think he's a bad player. I think he's clearly improved. But where is our team going? And that's not to say it's his fault. But I, I ain't out here to be out here going eight and eight to about a quarterback put up numbers. Like that, like, I, that is insane to me. You out I mean, it's, me. Just, it, it's kind of crazy to me that y'all, y'all just – you have no problem with Stafford getting paid. No, I do. But, I mean, I just – That's the funny thing. I do have a problem wait, with Stafford. So, Cliff, what's, your pro- what's the problem with Stafford getting paid? Because Stafford's a hell of more of a playmaker than Kirk Cousins ever will be. I mean, is he? I'm concerned. I think so, Chris. They've I, won nine, seven – they won eleven in two thousand fourteen. Seven, 11. four, eleven. <laughs> I mean, bro, won eleven. Right? Won, he's won double digits once as a starter. They've and they finished below seasons. five. They and they finished below five hundred three of the last five. Like, man, Cliff is also if, taping if gonna, for his team. Remember how good you, Detroit's defense was that year? They won eleven games when they had Sue going and they had fairly. I mean, going. if you right. and that's my thing. If you're Hart, trying to way. tell me, if you're trying to tell me that Kirk's not worth thirty, which I agree with, but it's the Ponzi scheme. Fine. That's fine. But then you can't come out the other side Wait, of your mouth and be like, yeah, but Stafford's a player. I just told you Stafford's He's a winner. Money. I just he, told you that. Hey, give you, me Staff- you can give me Stafford all day over Cousins. And I I'm would sorry. take Stafford over Cousins. And this is what I'm telling you. There is a 50-gut Detroit podcast talking about <laughs> give me Cousins all day over Stafford. <laughs> this is man. Look, the grass ain't always greener thing, unless Chris, it's FedEx's field. This is not about grass. It's greener, man. <laughs> Like, like if we're being real, we literally have no expectations around here. So let me ask you this. If you give him that money, what are your expectations going into next season? I mean, expectations have, to, expectations have to be the division. Has to be. If you give him the, the bag, you have to win the division. That's the expectation. Wild why card it, would why be the second. expectation this season? I mean, it, it, I think it should have been. What, what was the expectation you know? last year? Well, the last year, the expectation was win the division because we won the year before. So the expectation was take that step. So you have again. come short two years in a row. Mm. I right. mean, no team has won back-to-back get, no, division titles in 15 no, years. Listen, man. Listen, so man. I get that. It's not, I get that. This is not I, like some layup. No, no. I get that. I get that. What, what's his agent's name? Chris Williams? Got my cape on now. Now I'm Kirk Capen. Okay, next year. Next year, let's say you go 97. Oh, I never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> I never thought I'd see the day. If next year you then don't win the division again and you don't make the playoffs again, mm. then it's like, what are we doing? We're just watching our quarterback put up stats. Mm-hmm. I mean, bro, I, I just – you are making the you, – your argument is simply – Blow it up. Just no, blow it that's up. not my argument. My like, argument is make a, a grown-up decision. Okay, but team. that's blowing it up is what I'm telling you. You know what I think in these situations? What would Belichick do? And you know what Belichick would do? He would let Kirk walk. Hold up, man. You just said don't compare anybody to the Patriots. No, no, if we no, had Belichick no, as our no, coach, no, no, no. then yeah, then you could no, let Kirk no, walk. On. But I we said, don't. No, no. I'm talking about, about, about personnel-wise. <laughs> so am I. You can't. Belich- of course Belichick can make that decision. No, He's Belichick. no. He would make, I'm talking about a personnel decision. You need to make tough personnel decisions. The, the fans aren't always going to like them. But sometimes you got to do shit that's tough. Mm-hmm. It's a tough decision. Mm-hmm. I get why you would want to pay him. 
Makes a lot of sense. Our timeline is not fit to be paying someone that kind of money at that position. I don't think it is. The player needs to walk. Good luck with the rest of your career. You've, you've been a good citizen here. Thank you. But we cannot pay you that money. Because our team is not ready to win right now. Mm-hmm. It's not. Our team is not ready to win right now. Okay, so, but if we let Kirk walk, when are we going to be ready to win? Don't know. I don't know now. So what the hell is the difference? You don't think that we're closer now with Kirk than without Kirk? Is what you're saying? Frankly, I don't. We oh, won eight games. Yes. Yeah, we Cliff, just won. You, you, might have just, you were winning me for a few minutes. Now <laughs> I, don't that, bro. Paul, I mean. Paul, honestly, I don't give a damn if you agree with me or not, Paul. You know why? Because <laughs> after we go seven and nine this year, mm-hmm. we're going to be sitting in your basement. And you're gonna turn to me after we lose that Giants game mm-hmm. for no reason, <laughs> and you're gonna say, "Corey and Cliff, you guys are right," and that's gonna be the end of it. Mm-hmm. I sat in that parking lot week 17 last year, mm. and for an hour broke down why we shouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. We watched that. We went to that game. He, he blew it. You guys came out that stadium. And he said, "Cliff, you were right." Preach, Cliff. I ain't got nothing to say. Preach. Preach. I, see, I see that uh, Negro, Negro Domus Cliff is not even <laughs> We keep rehashing this argument about him. Mm-hmm. If we were so sure, then there would be no argument. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. There would be no, well, I've changed my mind on him. Nah, you would already know. You, you two watch way too much football. You know you would already know. There wouldn't have to be some coming, coming to Jesus moment with Kurt. Mm-hmm. You already mm-hmm. know. You have to talk yourself into paying someone $30 million. Think about that. You have to talk yourself into paying him that? <laughs> then, you're, then you're paying the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Check me. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what was the moment for you when we lost to the Saints? How could the moment be in an L? Think about that shit. Right. <laughs> now, that wasn't the moment for me. What was the moment? To me, there hasn't, been, there hasn't been a moment this season for me. For me, it's, it's the culmination of the season. We're five and I just, six. <laughs> Hey, well, Kirk said he's playing his best football right now, Cliff. So, uh, yeah. Yo. Five and six. Five and six. My favorite GMs in sports, they make tough decisions, man. They make decisions that aren't going to be liked. Mm-hmm. Decisions that aren't popular. They just make them. Cliff, I could argue that the tough decision would be to give Kirk the bag. No, no, no I wouldn't. Because everybody would like that. <laughs> no, not everybody would. Clearly. Clearly not no, everybody the, the would. The general public would support it. Mm-hmm. Not both, and you know what's funny about this? You know who wants us to pay him the most? The fans, the three teams in our division. And what does that tell you? Uh-huh. That tells me a whole lot. Cowboy fans, I can't wait till y'all pay him that bag. I'm like, they damn. all want us to pay him mm-hmm. so bad. Yep. This is like when I told Cowboys fans I want them to give Jason Garrett a lifetime contract. <laughs> <laughs> damn. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, mm. Let's oh, move yeah. on to Sean Taylor. Oh yeah, Pastor Cliff just taking us to church out here. Hell of a sermon. <laughs> hey Cliff, that's I a hell keeps, of a sermon, baby. Because I, I keep seeing it. my friends get converted. It's it's like walking. Cliff out, Cliff out here. Cliff out here. Folks preaching like me. <laughs> I'm, I'm like Mace, dog. <laughs> Who's killing me? If, I'm, here, if I'm Kirk's, if I'm Kirk's agent, then you Mace. I'm Mace. <laughs> Damn dog. Look, man. <laughs> and Grant Paulson is killing fame out here. <laughs> yeah, right. Never this life. 
you'll you could definitely see GP pull up with the pink fur mm-hmm. into 1067 mm-hmm. parking lot. Stunting. I just I can't think of a time where a team has had this much of a debate over a quarterback and the quarterback's actually been good. Mm. I can't think of a single time. I, I can't either. This is unprecedented as far yep. as I know. So I, that, that's not good. Like, if your fan base doesn't know if the quarterback is the right guy, it's because he's probably not. I'll say that I don't care if our fan base knows. I care if Jay knows. No, I don't know. That, that's, that's where I'm at. Jay don't count. That's the Gruden's don't count. The Gruden's and their quarterback assessments are very sketchy. Mm-hmm. I don't trust them when it comes <laughs> to quarterbacks. I, I trust Jay Sims. in developing, though. They did cape for Chris Sims. Oh, Chris Sims. <laughs> Chris Sims. Brian well, Greasy. I mean, damn, I, we, got, we got Cliff caping for Case Keenum. I wasn't here, even so. caping for Case Keenum. <laughs> See, Paul, Paul phrased the argument in a way that made it seem like I was – all I was saying was, if I'm paying Case Keenum half of what Kirk makes, I'm cool with that. I went 8-8. Eight and eight. What, am I go 6-10 and 10 now? I'm paying you half. I'm still not in the playoffs. So what the hell is the difference? Mm. Because you're further from the objective. That, that's the difference. If the objective is we're trying to win a championship, you are further from that objective tomorrow if you do not have the quarterback. How much tomorrow. further? That's a fact. How much further? <laughs> I, would debate, I would debate further. I mean, I, you're, further? Negro dom, you're Negro Domstress. I can't, I can't see further? into the future. I don't know. <laughs> if I told you going into the season, before the season started, right, that Case Keenum would be a quarterback on a 92 team, you'd have told me I was talking crazy. You would have. It wouldn't even matter what team it was. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't even have said, well, he has a great defense. He has receivers. You didn't even think those two receivers there were even that good to begin with. Well, that's true. Oh, the, no, that's, oh, the, no, that's not true. The running back blew his ACL, Dalvin Cook. Sure did. You wouldn't have thought they were 9-2. and two. What is, you, Do you think that you would look at someone like Case Keenum, tell me he's not good, then see him win games? Because – you know what's gonna be funny is when that guy's playing an NFC Championship game. <laughs> that's that's not gonna somewhere. Happen. Yo, that's not gonna I'm curious. I don't know, bro. They are. That's really not gonna good. happen. That's a really good team, man. Hmm. And if I look at the rest of the conference, mm-hmm. who is gonna like to me? I take them over the Eagles. The team, man. Is- let me t- let me let me tell you something. If the Redskins had the Vikings schedule this year, we would be eight and three, nine. And Yo. Listen, I'm putting that. I'm putting that you down. Know, you know what a great in you, in ink. you know what a great quarterback putting makes on you? wax. You know what a great quarterback <laughs> putting makes that you? on oh, wax. Putting that you on You know wax. what a great you know what a great quarterback makes you schedule proof. Ah, uh, say it again. Care about the goddamn schedule. Look at schedule. And you and you know and you know what an average quarterback Look at playing a week schedule. schedule can make you can make fans of other teams go delusional into thinking. That I am not even delusional, Case Keenum. Look at our schedule. I thought our quarterback was good. People should be worried about playing us. I mean, I, I think Kirk has played pretty damn well in a lot of these L's. Schedule. I'm not putting I'm not putting the not putting that Saints loss on Kirk. Not it's not putting, about putting losses on people. Well, it's it just, is because you're telling me it's an eight and eight no, team, my, but it's not eight and eight team, it's an eight and eight. I think Kirk. the whole thing is if you're supposed to have a good quarterback, I don't want to hear about who you played. Because you didn't beat any of them. You beat one of them. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're out here going two and three, three and three versus two. We only beat them once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, maybe it's because you're not good. Well, <laughs> like you, now, now Kirk's not good. No, no, it's about the team. <laughs> maybe your team isn't losing to good teams because the schedule's tough. Maybe it's because you aren't a good team. Mm. Mm. 
I can't I wait for that. I can't wait for that end of the year pod. Oh, great! Our RPI is really high. That's all. <laughs> that's, all that's all you guys are telling me. A great RPI. What's your record? Cliff, What's your record? Cliff over here. Cliff over here telling me like, "Yo, man. I mean, JMU is undefeated in D one AA. I don't care that it's D one AA. They might as you know the championship yo, pedigree. We see this shit in the tournament, right? You have a great stretch of schedule. What's your record? Eighteen and fifteen. Mm-hmm. Well, then you shouldn't be in a tournament because you can beat any of those good teams. Because you're not good. We didn't beat any good. We didn't beat the Rams. We didn't beat the Seahawks. Mm. What are we, two and five versus teams? <laughs> two and four, two and five? I mean, yeah. And in both those games, our defense played pretty well, right? Sure did. Which games? Both oh, of the, the Rams the, and the Seahawks game. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Seahawks game for sure. <laughs> Interesting. Rams game two. Rams scored 20 points. They didn't score 20 points versus anybody else. They scored seven against Minnesota. You know, that team that Case Keenum just gets That's to funny. That's be a crazy. game manager for? They scored seven versus Minnesota. <laughs> no, you want no, nah, you want to give the bag to the game manager, but Who you don't want to give the bag. No, don't say that, Chris. No, I, nobody see, giving a bag see, on Keenum. Chris is, Chris is trying to use hyperbole <laughs> to win a discussion. It's not, I know you're his Asian, dog. I know we had Lee Steinberg on the phone, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Sean Taylor. Yeah, man. I'm about to say, y'all have Kirk Cousins like time management. I've been talking about Kirk for like 45 minutes and shit. Look at you. You're going on my man's time management. You want to give him the bag? Let's think about the jokes you've made about this man, dog. <laughs> think about all I mean, the things you've said about Kirk, Paul. I've had a million jokes about Kirk. Dude. I, watch, I watched that guy take a knee and run a <laughs> clock before the <laughs> I'm never giving you money, dog. No! I don't give a damn what year it was. See, man. Carrie Collins. Kirk's awareness of Madden, like, 45 I've, and shit. I have never seen a QB do that. You want how much money? You took a knee. Nah. I'm not even going to go through that again. Let's move on to Sean Taylor. Damn, it's Christmas season. Cliff mm. is already mm. Scrooge out here. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I'm, just not, I'm just not trying to give Kirk's ass the bag. You know what I'm saying? All this time we spent talking about... <laughs> Somebody that the fan base is just split over, and I was like Sean Taylor, like we were just saying, that's a guy that we all knew straight off the bat that he was going to be a great, great player in this league, and maybe even a Hall of Famer one day. Obviously, today's November twenty seventh, which is the ten year anniversary of his death, and I thought that we would take a couple minutes and just reflect on what he meant to us as as a player, being one of the greatest players that we've seen in our lifetimes, and just how his death affected us and where we were on the day and everything like that. So, guys, I'm gonna give the floor to you, Corey. You know, we were on together on that day, so why don't you start it off and tell us what your day was like? Oh, uh, well, I mean, clearly it wasn't a fun day, but um, me and you, we were up Towson, obviously, mm-hmm. doing what we do. Indeed. But, um, it, it, it hurt a lot, man. Obviously, you know, once we got the news and hearing that he was shot, obviously he was home because he was injured. He got injured in that game versus the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Flew down to Miami, and of course um, – then all hell broke loose, and we get a headline that says he's been shot. He's in Miami. He's in critical condition, and we're getting we're getting headlines left and right, and text messages from people. We're seeing different news anchors coming out and say stuff, and just the way the whole situation unfolded, and how at one point they said he was okay, and of course, obviously, that was wishful thinking. And then just to wake up that next morning, which was really, I, I really didn't sleep that night because I was just staring at CNN because I couldn't take my eyes off the television and just getting the news that he had actually passed. Man, that was just probably, as a Redskins fan, that was probably one of the worst moments of my life. I can't even lie. And from losing games to 
anything. Losing to, to our rival, nothing. I don't think nothing ever equates to what happened that day with Sean. And um, I mean, obviously, Paul knows because that's I, I was preaching to the choir back in 2004. I was like, please draft him. Please draft him. Don't draft Kellen Winslow. All, <clears throat> all the headlines were telling me we're taking Kellen Winslow. I just knew the moment I saw Sean at Miami, he was a playmaker. And I knew once we drafted him, he was going to be the best player on our team. He was our franchise player. It hurts, man. Even 10 years, it still hurts to today, man. I don't even like talking about it now because it's just a sick feeling, man. And obviously, he never reached his potential. Cliff knows I always, I'm still going to call him the GOAT. I can't help it because he was one of the best players that I ever saw, especially in the Redskins jersey outside number 28, Daryl Green. Sean Taylor was the best thing that I've ever seen on the field for me. One of, mm-hmm. I mean, he was a physical specimen. He probably could have played receiver, probably could have played running back. He probably could have played linebacker. He could He could do everything, man. So... I mean, it sucks. It, it still hurts. I ain't going to try to take up too much time because your boy going to get choked up on the other end. But I got to be honest, it, it, it still stinks, man. It, it really hurts. Yeah. No, it, it definitely was terrible. And I remember that day in our apartment, I had just gotten back from my internship. And I had heard at work that, you know, he was shot and that they didn't know he was going to pull through. I got home as fast as I could. And you and our other roommate, Henrik, were just sitting on the couch. And I remember we just sat in that living room. All night, like in pretty much silence, just like kind of reiterating, don't worry, he's gonna be fine. And the last thing we heard before we went to bed was that he squeezed the doctor's hand and, and responded. Mm-hmm. So we kind of went to bed thinking, you know, maybe in the morning the news would be better. I remember you knocked on my door, like maybe like what, four in the morning, five in the morning, whatever happened. And mm-hmm. I opened the door and, and you had just walked back, walked back to the living room. And I thought that right then I was like, okay, he either died or there's like, you know, I mean, I, I kind of knew that then that he was hit past. And just that week, uh, I mean, I didn't go to class the rest of the week. This happened on nope. Tuesday morning. I didn't go to not one more class. I was drained. Like, I've never felt that bad. And kind of one of the things I put on Twitter today was, like, I wanted everybody to tell me their, like, story about where they were and what they went through on that day. And there's so many stories. And, like, one thing that you kind of hear all the time, and none of us knew Sean Taylor personally, but, like, he mm-hmm. was a big brother to you. It was like losing a family member. And we all, mm-hmm. we're all fans. We all love the Redskins. And, mm-hmm. I mean – they've been a part of our lives for so long and to see somebody like that especially when you've been losing so many games he came through and he was an absolute monster there was no doubt in anybody's mind that he was gonna be a hall of famer he didn't even scratch his potential and he was dominant just watching highlights today just like i do every year on his the anniversary of his death or his birthday i watch his highlights i just remember how fucking good he was he was amazing and he wasn't even close to, to being at his potential yet it just hurts you, you, you know you could have had a franchise changing player Imagine if he was still mm-hmm. around. Imagine if he and weren't he, gone for the past. Just remember years. all the criticism that he he was getting in his early years with the ATVs nonsense and people saying he's reckless. Hey man, you know what? It, people make mistakes. And, absolutely. And I said this on Twitter today, and I I kind of want to bring it up. A fuck you shout out to Michael Wilbon and Colin Howard for what they said on that day that he died. Because mm-hmm. to this day, it still burns me that they said that about mm-hmm. this kid. Because. Like, he's not the first 21-year-old, 22-year-old that made mistakes. This man had a child. Mm-hmm. This man had a, a girl that he was going to marry. He was moving his family from Miami to Ashburn so they can start a new life together. And on the day that he dies, the body's not even cold yet. You're, you're taking these shots and saying pretty much live like a thug, die like a thug. That, that shit just hurt me. And I love Wilbon. I worked with him for many years at the Washington Post. But to hear that come out of his mouth, I never respected him again after that. That was really just disgraceful. Mm. It hurts. It hurts. It still hurts thinking about it, bro. Yeah, you know me. Go ahead, Cliff. Oh well, <clears throat> I was living in Los Angeles at this time. 
it was weird as when he got shot because Los Angeles is such a bubble. Mm-hmm. The shit wasn't even on the news there, right? Mm. Unless you put on CNN, it's not on the news. Mm-hmm. So when he got shot, I didn't grasp how serious it was mm-hmm. at no point, mm-hmm. right? I was getting texts from people, people telling me, oh, he's, he's in the hospital. Blah, blah. And in my head, they said he got shot in the leg. That's all I had known, mm-hmm. right? Because I was in class all day, like around the clock. So I, I have no idea whether this is a serious injury or not. It's like I have an iPhone in my pocket kind of thing. And I remember the night before he passed, I go to sleep. A friend of mine texts me. He's like, yo, it's actually really serious. Like, like him, not, him playing again is out of the window kind of thing. And I was like, damn. But, it, but in my head, death wasn't on. Right. It didn't even cross my mind. Right. Wake up next morning, I got all these text messages. Right? Oh, he's dying. It's like... You just the weird thing is, we watched Taylor grow mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. because we drafted him. He was like twenty, going on twenty-one. He was ours, Cliff, and we saw him in the beginning mm-hmm. and on the field. Uh, and this is on the field and off. You saw his game just mature mm-hmm. and mature. In that year, it seemed like as a person and a player, it had clicked. Right. Yep. Had his baby girl. Right. The, like, right. Yep. He had the kid. Like, the, the talent was always there. But now it looked like he was about to dominate. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like you said about Coward and Will, and there were so many people writing these kind of things after he got, he gets, this guy dies. Like he mm-hmm. deserved, as if he deserved that. But mm-hmm. the thing is, that is how it's talked about when people that look like Sean Taylor die. Mm-hmm. You're right. Mm, facts. That's right. just how it is. Yep. It doesn't matter if it's your fault. You you could be in a gang. You could just be a homeowner. Then I gotta put respect on your name when you die. Mm-hmm. And that's the shameful part of it all. Facts. Like his teammates had to go out there and say, "Listen, you guys got it all wrong." Mm-hmm. But it shouldn't have got to that point. Yep. This was a man sleeping in his house with his family. Just went home to visit his baby and his girl. Yep. Just imagine, I don't even mean to cut you off, Cliff, but just imagine if he didn't go home. Not saying, you know, like, right. that could have been his baby girl and his girl. Right. And his, you know, his girl. Right. His Who knows what happened? Right. Yeah. The man dies and people want to say, thug, look at the way he lived his life. It's like, yo, you know, the funny thing is, and it's funny we bring this, this, this day is here because Charles Manson died last week and people wrote about how, about the good things mm-hmm. Charles Manson mm-hmm. had done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Charles humanized this shit is crazy. Mm-hmm. Humanized, they mm-hmm. humanized Charles Manson. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are here ten years later, and everybody talks about Sean Taylor a certain way. And I hear some of these same people that I know said awful things when he died talk about him completely differently now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it makes me sick. Yep, I'm with you. Yeah, because it seems to always be like that when someone like us dies. Mm-hmm. We, they want to talk tell us about all the things that you did. Besides, like they have nothing to do with why you're dead. Mm-hmm. Somebody lost a son, a daughter, a, a husband, a mm-hmm. dad mm-hmm. in his own home, protecting his family. And you want to tell me about that time he drove an ATV? It's crazy, man. Yep, it's, it's a shame. It's a shame because football generally has not had this kind of thing where player we see these great talents. 
and it's an unfulfilled thing. That's not really an NFL thing. That's no. that's seemingly more of an NBA thing where you see unfulfilled talent. Mm-hmm. Talent that never got to meet its, you know, its apex. Taylor yep. was a Hall of Fame talent. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 100%. Which we never have here. Nope. And everyone around here knew it mm-hmm. from day one. That's what made it so crushing. Because we watched that player just like constantly just get better, improve. And Generational just, talent. Right. Yep. And he was just gone. And, and the thing is, it happened so quickly. It wasn't like he was in the hospital for months. Nope. He was just gone. Nope. Nope. Yeah. We were yeah. at his last game, man. I ain't going to forget that. We were at his last game. I remember yeah. telling Paul, like, look, there goes Sean into the locker room. He must be done. He's out for the game. And then here we are two weeks later, and he's, it's, he's gone. Yeah, close right. I mean, from the time I found out that Monday morning at work, it was around probably like 10 o'clock. He was dead less than 24 hours later. It's, it's mind-blowing how quick that went, mm-hmm. just having him and just being like, well, I mean, he's out for the game and maybe the season, but you, you still have a guy who's only 24 years old that's going to be a dominant safety. And, you know, a day later, he's gone. Yeah. 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 It's, it's tough. I don't know if y'all – I have to assume that the three of y'all have seen the football life. Absolutely, Chris. I mean, uh, it, that is a uh, – It's hard to watch Kleenex still. required viewing. Mm-hmm. No hard question. To watch him, bro. Hard it, to it, watch, it, But it's – it was just excellent high, highlighting the man that he had become, you know, mm-hmm. on the field mm-hmm. and off the field. My, my uh, experience was a lot like Cliff's. I was actually on the West Coast. I was in Nevada. Um, I was working on a political campaign in the November of 07. And um, same thing. I, I was so engulfed. In what, I just saw that he got shot. But again, he was shot in the leg. So to me, shot in the leg is like, oh, okay. You know, like, obviously that's horrible, but Okay, you know, mm-hmm. man, you know, he'll, he'll be okay. And same thing, I believe, mm-hmm. Corey, you said the word I got when I went to sleep on the 26th was, oh, he, he's going to be fine. Like, mm-hmm. I, I might have gotten texted from one of my boys or something. He's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. So, same thing as Cliff. I wake up on the West Coast, you know, we're three hours behind. Yep. And I mean, I just got, you know, my phone has a million messages. And most of, you know, and this was before really group chats were popping. Yeah. So, think about, you know, Right now, you were in a group chat. You hit like five mm-hmm. people. All five of those people, I'm getting individual messages from everybody. Like, damn. Yep. And I just remember being like, you know, I, I felt when I was, I was on this campaign, I'm working seven days a week going nuts. And I felt so disconnected. The only time I really like felt like I was back home was watching the skins. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, I'm like, my man, I'm like, y'all, I thought Sean Taylor was a generational talent. He was yep. definitely my favorite player. And I even thought. more so for me, back 10 years ago, I was, I, I still like college football, but I wasn't as, I'm not as crazy now as I was 10, 20 years ago. But my mm-hmm. favorite team was the U. So, I mean, you know, that, so those, you knew, skins teams, mm-hmm. those skins teams that had Taylor, Portis, mm-hmm. uh, even McIntosh, Santana, like, mm-hmm. yep. I was, man. I've been watching those dudes since they were 18 years old. Like right. I love watching him play. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I, I'll say this: the Redskins, for as much as they mess up, um, they put out a video today that just you know, did, it was like a nine-minute video, and they took pieces from the football life, and they just you know, sh- you got all these highlights in HD quality. Because you know, I watch this stuff on YouTube all day. I watch those old YouTube vic- videos uh-huh. now and then, and just but to, to see everything condensed. Um, I, I made a few notes I wanted to go through with you 
just like some things that stuck out to me just because I hadn't seen some of these videos in so long. So first, everybody knows the hit in the Pro Bowl game. Absolutely. But I think but I think Taylor's one of Taylor's best hits was the 05 Dallas Monday night game when I want to say it was Terry Glenn caught that pass in the flats. That was Creighton. That was Creighton. And he comes up from he comes up from mm-hmm. 15 yards away like and a full steam. That was a fumble, just, by the way. Yeah, it was a fumble. Right absolutely. Absolutely. And erased Patrick Creighton from the earth. Mm-hmm. Dude was was done after that play. Like it was man, that, so I, I just every time I see that play, the first thing I think is that's a fumble. And the second thing I think is, my God, this dude is just you will not see players like that ever again. Well, mostly nope. because of some some rule changes, but also mm-hmm. just because the combination of speed, of strength, of agility, of intelligence. And that's mm-hmm. what, what Cliff was saying. That's what hurts the most. You were seeing him just scratch the surface of the cerebral Ed Reed-like intelligence mm-hmm. in a linebacker's body. Football right. IQ through the roof. Man. I right. mean, just absolutely incredible. So that that hurt, man. Some other things I noticed when I was watching those. Yo, we need to bring back the white on whites. Them joints look kind of clean, though. That was Sean a Sean jersey. Yeah, yeah. Sean would bring out the white on the white jersey with the white pants, <laughs> or the white jersey with the gold pants. Mm-hmm. Yo, we used to be killing, man. I I love those those Gibbs two teams. I know we didn't win nothing. You know, we made the playoffs. But the Miami times. the Miami boys did that, Chris. That's what that was. Yeah, yeah. I know. Man, I just I love those teams, dude. Mm-hmm. Those were some fun teams to watch. Like those teams had insane swag. They mm-hmm. had some dogs. We didn't have, but you know what, man? I, I guess I'm kind of making Cliff's point here. We made the playoffs twice with Mark Brunel and Todd Collins. Mm-hmm. Like we were so good at every other position that yep. we could overcome garbage at quarterback. Mm-hmm. And those teams were just man. I it, it, I haven't really felt a way about a Redskins team since those teams. I guess twelve would be the closest, but it's just that's terrible. Also, well, I don't know why I forgot this, but they showed a clip where Greg Williams was talking about Sean Taylor, and it just made me think Taylor must have made so much money in bounties. <laughs> you know, he, he must have been. Killing it in the bounty game. You know he did. Because he just because you know that dude just murking people. Well, we should thank Greg Williams. Man, Greg, is... Remember Greg Williams talked. Greg Williams is the one that stood on the table and said, so only, that's, the only one Sean, that's the only one Sean would listen to, man. But I'm saying like when we were drafting. Oh, yeah, definitely, Cliff. My he was the one that like demanded we draft him. Because mm-hmm. we were gonna take Kellen yeah. Winslow. Mm-hmm. We were gonna take the, the soldier. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Kellen Winslow. Um, and the last thing I'll say, I was trying to think of a comparable loss in sports where mm. a player was just the fan favorite. Like, it's very rare that a player is the fan favorite and also the best player. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's that doesn't always happen, especially in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Where there's so many guys, so many agendas, so many different narratives that surround players. So to be the fan favorite and also be the best player on the team and also be one of the younger players on the team, that's just – that's a confluence of events that doesn't occur very uh-huh. often. Nope. And the only person that I can think of in sports who had a similar unexpected death and was young and the fan favorite and the best player – is Jose Fernandez of the Miami Marlins. Mm. Reggie, Reggie the Lewis, only, man. Reggie the only Lewis. player Ooh. I can think of. 
Who Reggie Lewis is a good one. Reggie although Lewis our, Reggie Lewis was the Celtics' best player at that time. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and he, and he gone to. Yeah, he I can to, see that. He gone to Northeastern. Mm. Fan, but I don't think that Reggie Lewis was as good at basketball as Jose Fernandez and Sean Taylor were in their sports. I'm not going to get into an argument over these men. I'm a Celtics fan, so I, I'm. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, oh, well. Wow. Uh, Kyrie's overrated. Anyway, what I was going to say was. Uh, <laughs> no, what I was going to say was, I, I, it's just the, the, you know, the narrative that surrounded Sean's death in something where, again, he's at his crib. Mm-hmm. With his fiance, his child, protecting his home, mm-hmm. um, killed by someone he yep. knew, someone from the neighborhood, someone that he had, you know, he had. These put dudes on. cut his grass, he, Chris. He used to give him the yeah, bag man. to cut his grass, Chris. Yeah, come on, man. He, dudes that he had put on trying to help out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that that's a lot different than uh, than you know the circumstances that surrounded Jose Absolutely. Fernandez's death. You know, he was high on coke and drove a boat into a rock, like. And you know, rest in peace. But these are completely different circumstances. It's a damn shame that the narrative that surrounded it at the time was so toxic from some people. Not from everybody. I'm not going to paint everybody with that brush. But well, um, you, you know, it's, it's just it's damn shame. The interesting thing is now people would not have stood for that kind of coverage. No, 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 no. There no, would have no. been serious backlash uh-huh. to talking yeah. about someone like that. Right. After they passed away. Yeah. Social media would have buried dudes. Yeah. Like that because what? the thing about Jose Fernandez is Jose Fernandez died and it was all views of tragedy, even though you kind of knew without even hearing, you know, the toxicology report that mm-hmm. something clearly had happened. Right? right. Whether it was drinking or whatever. But that was still treated as a tragedy only. You weren't allowed to go on TV and just drag the man's name. Nah. Yeah. People were going on TV and dragging Sean Tatum's name. Yeah. Shit, was, shit was foul, man. It was foul. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's crazy because he was so young. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like he was out here just committing crimes left and right. He was just doing young people shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just being dumb and young. That's part of it. And you could just see him grow. The, the, I think that's what it, like you could just see the growth. Mm-hmm. On and off the field. Yeah. I don't know if and you then, remember the game that I remember the most from his last season which, you know, he was playing at just an amazing pace. Third of level. First of all, has anyone had more than five picks in a season in the last 10 years? For us? Yeah. Maybe I'm D. Sure Hall did. Sure Maybe sure. D. Hall did. Well, That's four pathetic. One game, so. <laughs> That's pathetic, one. But two, uh, the game that stands out the most to me from that, his final season, was the Green Bay game. Now, mm-hmm. we lost that game mm-hmm. in Lambeau, but – he had Cliff's man gunslinging out there, and Sean Taylor was just snatching the ball, mm-hmm. single-handedly keeping us in that game. I think he caused a fumble, too. Yeah, he caused a fumble and a couple of picks. He should have had, like, and four two picks. picks. Yeah, he had two picks. I remember Santana had a horrible game. That's what actually cost us the game. But, um, man, just he, he had really, like, put it all together. And he's yeah. 24. Let's establish for the record that Brett Favre is not my man. <laughs> he plays. He plays the way you want quarterbacks to play. Yeah, like, but then Brett Favre. Brett Favre. You know, he started that whole Wrangler jeans narrative. People started liking him a little too much. Like, started bothering me, man. Actually, when I was a kid, I liked Favre a lot. But then he played up that whole country boy thing, and it became part of like his mystique. Oh, he's such a country boy. Look at him. He wears jeans and and uh, you know. I mean, I. 
I, you know, I'll just remember Favre was texting pictures of his mystique. And that's what got him hemmed up in New York. But anyway, uh, right. <laughs> but we, you know, keep it moving. Nah, no, I, I, I'm, trying, I'm trying to remember her name now. Jen Sturger. Jen Sturger. Jen Sturger. What <laughs> sucks is we, you know, our franchise has really never recovered from that. Nope. No, absolutely yeah. not. And yeah, not. our fan base has not recovered. No. Nope. I know I haven't. And we really haven't, which is and, but, but uh, 10 see, years. But then, you know, in 2012, things had seemed like that's part of why our fan base got so feverish for Griffin. Because mm-hmm. we had been yearning to have a player like this on our team. Mm-hmm. It was exciting. It wasn't just that Taylor was a great player, mm-hmm. he was this exciting talent. He popped off the screen. Yep. And we had we we really had never had players like that before him. Nope. Because our team had always been a workman like team. Even the Gibbs teams, they didn't yeah. have stars everywhere. We didn't, we didn't we have anybody star. that popped off the screen. You're right. Right. Like I remember telling when I was living in Pittsburgh, uh, a friend, uh, this guy was talking to me about Shantae, and I said to him, "This is literally like if Paul Malone got killed at 23 years old." But you're right, though, Cliff. Yep. Like it's literally like if Troy Polamalu was murdered at 23. He was just gone. What is the yeah. team like from that point? Like, what is everything like surrounding the Steelers? In all the places that Polo Malu took your defense, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, Only thing I would say would be different with that is Pittsburgh, they've been, they've been known to, be, to, to, be, to win. They've historically had great seasons. They were still winning before Polo Malu got there, after he got there. Like, when we right. got Sean, we weren't good. We had nothing. Right. We, we stunk. But we see, won the I, division '99. We didn't have anything after think, that, and you know it was. Like I we think were blessed. that's such an uncommon thing for a team to go through to lose their best player, a young mm-hmm. player like that. I well, definitely think, not in that manner. Yeah, I don't yeah. Think, not like it was injury, like right, Derrick Rose, right, or right. what for know, the player to be nothing like that. The, for the player to die is a complete. I think teams. I think it's hard for teams to recover from. Absolutely, man. I can't believe that team made the playoffs that year. Yeah, Ty Collins, man. We lost that. We lost that game against the Bills right after yeah, Taylor's timeouts, game. and we were what? We went down to I think we were five and seven. Mm-hmm. Five, five and seven because you had to win. We four, five four and seven, straight. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we had to win four straight to get in. Yeah, I Campbell mean, got. I don't know. Campbell how. got hurt Thursday mm-hmm. night, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Versus yeah, Bears. Todd Collins, Ty Collins came in, cooking Todd Collins. <laughs> I don't. Hey. Hey, Todd Collins. You know who carried us that down the stretch was Portis. He cooked the Giants that one night, though. He did. Todd Collins cooked the Giants that one night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a Sunday. We got flexed to that game, yeah. I remember. Yeah, remember did. Yep. He lit remember the what Giants Portis, Remember what Portis did to uh, – who did he slap? Uh, Minnesota on a Saturday night. It might have been Christmas Eve. Yeah, it was a Saturday night game. It was a Saturday night that. game. It was a, it was a the standalone uh, Christmas Eve game, and I think Portis went for like 150 versus Minnesota. Mm-hmm. That was the game when they were starting um, Corey's man, the bum. What's his name? Who? <laughs> Todd Bauman? No, 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 no. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> Man, Clint, you want to give me Todd Bauman, though, bro? <laughs> he was the backup in Seattle for, for a lot of years. How you give him Todd Bauman? Um, oh, back in Seattle. Man. I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> War number seven, black guy. Tavares Jackson. No, Tavares, Tavares Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Tavares Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is that year, uh, when I was living in L.A., I had to record games. Because I always I was I was in class so much I'd have to record games, uh-huh. or I was out 
I'm being honest. So I would in class, <laughs> and I'd have to record games at 10, and then sometimes I would get in at, like, 4 p.m. and watch. And I was, like, slowly seeing, like, wow, Taylor is is popping off the screen. Like, he just keeps making plays. Yeah. For 60 minutes. Yeah. And yep. that was the year the Giants won the Super Bowl, right? Because mm-hmm. that, yep. that was the year that yep. we played them. We should have won that game. We blew the game late. They were going to fire Coughlin. Mm, yeah, I remember. Home game, they were yeah, fire I, remember. I remember. We jumped out ahead of them. I remember. And we were two and zero. Yeah, we were two and zero. Yep. And they were gonna fire Coughlin if they lost that game. And they made that crazy comeback at the end. Like I think they had like Derek Ward or like just mm-hmm. bumps. Mm-hmm. And, you, and, you, and you guys, Eli, you, you're you know I got the Eli Hall of Fame committee on the podcast with me. So oh, obviously you know Eli that. made great plays, and I uh, got the best <laughs> game. But. Is that the game where they gave the ball to Betts on third and one and fourth yeah, and one goal mm-hmm. and, yep. and Pitt Forrest was pissed? Yep, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. got stuff to go on. Bet's another bum, big time player. Anyway, no, Bet's was alright. Hey, hey, Bet's Bet's had his days. Now I like Bet's, and Bet's uh-huh. had Bet's was actually good in the return game, which he was. You know, I tell you what, I take Bet's there now. Liddell Bet's level player. I would take a Liddell Bet's right now, absolutely. Or better Brandon than, Banks, better than Trunk Candidate. You said Brandon Banks. <laughs> 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 we do need a return man, but not one that is looks like my like ten year old nephew. Please no. <laughs> I think it's tough because we've drafted two incredible talents, and we lost them both. Both. Yep. We lost one. We lost one for football reasons. We lost the other one. Literally, he's gone. Yeah. Our Terrible fan base problem. has been. Our fan base has been through a lot. We're still here. Cliff, you know that's else. a really good. That's a really you know I I I had known that we were I had always framed the narrative of RG three mania around how quarterback deprived this fan base had been for so long. But I I guess I had really never linked it to us galvanizing around Griffin in the wake of Sean Taylor, and that's a that's a really good point I had never thought of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because our teams we've. Ne- our teams just never had stars on them. Never, no. man. Never. So, no. Never. Like, so, so even, like, our star used to be Santana. Man, yep. I, ah, you know, you know, I love Santana. And I, that 05 season Santana, my God. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Portis, right? I love Best Portis. running back in Redskins history. Loved him. Portis, Don't at me. Loved him. Portis's body completely changed. And he, he was no longer. From Denver, The back yeah. he was in Denver. He had right. like a superstar back. Mm-hmm. That guy would go to the Hall of Fame. He'd have strolled into the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. yeah. if he had stayed with Shanahan, right? Yeah. So by the time he got here, he wasn't this, like, flash player. Because we asked him to pound a rock like he was rich. Yeah. yeah give right. he, he, only play, he only played uh, He only played two years in Denver. Just right. And, and he was about – yeah. And So then we get Griffin, and Griffin just – he just looked different from everybody else in the field. Transcendent. It's talent. the same thing with Taylor. It was a player that just looked different than anyone else. Listen, mm-hmm. we've had a, we've had a few Ryan Kerrigans here. Mm-hmm. That's to say Ryan Kerrigan's not a good. Ryan Kerrigan's a very good player, mm-hmm. but he's not like he's not this eye popping player. No, it's it's not. There's a difference between having Ryan Kerrigan and Von Miller. Mm-hmm. I was just about to say Von and Miller, that, and that's why those players go top five. Yep. That's I think that the only talent. if you had if you had to vote on who who would be I, an eye-popping player on this current roster. I think the only player that I, I could vote for would be Doxon. 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 Yep. It has mm-hmm. to be Doxon. That's the only answer, I feel like. Yeah. It's, and yeah. I think, it, to me, it's like 
you see it when you watch, like how anyone could just not see it mm-hmm. when they watch it. You said there's, it I mean, blows there's, my mind. there's levels to there's levels to this. It blows my mind. And he's on a different level. Like I gotta I, 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 I gotta ask y'all. I don't mean to cut you off. I gotta ask y'all, fellas, what's your favorite Taylor moment? I know Chris, you kind of said the Brett Favre game, but that's definitely one of my. I, that's no, that's the game that I thought was the best from the 07 mm-hmm. season. My favorite Taylor moment is probably that hit on Creighton, just because mm. of the athleticism and speed. Mm-hmm. It just he was an abs- He was a missile. Uh, it was incredible. Fumble return versus the Eagles. I, that's, Ooh, that's, that, that, that's, that's my favorite one. Hey. That's what I was going to say, too. <laughs> oh. hey, that's my favorite one that was amazing. Favorite one he, he just scooped the ball. Like, the funny thing is, him in Miami, he was always around the ball. Cliff, yep. <laughs> always around yep. the ball. And it was like that here. Even in the beginning, when he was first just putting it together. Because he returned one versus the Bucks. Good. How, about, game. how yep. about his? I don't know yep. if y'all remember, but how about his first preseason game, the Hall of Fame game? He yeah. got a pick. Soon as he got, he got, pick he got in the game, he got a pick six. As soon <laughs> as he got in the game, he did. He picked off that pass right at the beginning of the game, uh, right when he got in. He's. I mean, he's. He was. No, that's a transcendent talent, man. I got it. Has anybody mentioned the uh, the block kick by Troy Vincent versus Dallas? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you yeah, remember when he got he got face masked? Mm-hmm. He stopped, uh-huh. readjusted his helmet, mm-hmm. and then took off. Was like, get off me, Chris. I'm still here. <laughs> and the thing about it is, he like, we talk about beast. a player that played for three and a half years. There's so many of those like memories. Like, remember when Sean did this? Remember when Sean did that? Like, he was just on yeah. his way, and it was so like apparent to anybody who. I remember, I remember when he absolutely clear. destroyed Reggie Brown. <laughs> he killed Reggie Brown. That was that, my, that was probably my favorite hit outside of the one on Terry Glenn. That was probably my favorite killed hit. Killed Reggie Brown. What about the one on Jerry Porter? Paul, I know you remember. Uh, that oh, Jerry, yeah, no, the right across the middle. The Raiders. I, I yeah. My favorite hit was the one on um, Antonio Gates. How about Willie Parker when he punished Willie? Oh, Parker. punished Willie Parker. That was that. How about in the Pro Bowl where he punked Reggie Wayne across the <laughs> Reggie middle? Wayne. Reggie Wayne was like, ooh, nah, he made Reggie Wayne do a business decision. Mm-hmm. One of my like, favorite nah, things, because <laughs> this is when T.O. was on the Cowboys. He won no part of that shit. And T.O. used to peak. When that ball was coming up in the middle, T.O. would peak for Taylor, drop. He used to have bad games versus us because of Taylor. I remember one time Sean took his mouthpiece out. He was just laughing at him. Like, you know I'm here, bro. You know I no part of this no. shit. You remember in Sean's first game versus uh, Dallas versus uh, T.O., like, he's on the sideline. He just shoves the shit out of me. And he just, like, turns, <laughs> looks at him. And he's just like, yeah, motherfucker, I'm here. Those, those days are over. For real. <laughs> hey. Yeah, he used to get in T.O.'s head, man. Don't he forget his rookie. Did. I got I got to point it out. Don't forget his rookie. I know Moss got one on him, but I know y'all remember the bomb. It was just him and Moss. And, and, yeah. Sean yeah. went up, man. Like, I got a he, list of plays I got go to go man. I put it like this because you guys know how I feel about Randy. Randy's the greatest ever. Absolutely. Yep. My go. The go. If you can go up with Randy and you don't look like a yeah, bum, mm-hmm. then you have a lot of physical ability. And you can, mm-hmm. then you can ball. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, think I about Randy how talented Randy Moss is. Like, I would say that Sean Taylor, I don't want to say he's equal, but I mean, he wasn't out there getting humiliated by this guy. Like, he was playing toe to toe. Not many people with Randy Moss. Taylor as was, a phys- as a physical specimen, I don't think that they're no. I, we'll never have another player nope. with his combination of strength nope. and speed. We won't. Size. I nope. think the coolest. Just, I think the coolest thing is that there are so many players and players that are still coming in this league that love him. That, that yeah, is their he's favorite their favorite player. player. That's my yep. favorite part, man. 
Like, yep. I don't know if you guys saw it, but they had a little segment on Sunday NFL Countdown. Obviously, they were talking to Ryan Clark, and Lewis Riddick got choked up. You know, Riddick used to be in our front office back in the day when we drafted mm-hmm. Sean. They had on Ha Ha Clinton Dix. They had Landon Collins, Swearinger. Like, all these dudes, they're talking about this guy. This is the reason why they play that position. That's why they wear this number. Like, right. I'm just glad. I, I love that they just don't let his name die, man. I and this it. is a guy I who played it. in the league three and a half it, years. Yeah, dude played 55 games and, yeah, man. On, and, and, and made that kind of impact. And they were yep. in Atlanta College is hollow, and there's still guys coming mm-hmm. into the league who wear that number. Cause I love it, man. Just don't let it – just it's, don't forget about him. It's crazy to me. It's yeah. it's incredible. Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, and like Corey said, don't let it die. I mean, I know that one day when I'm telling my son about but the we glory days and the, and the not so glory. We're we going to tell him. Yep. Yeah, we're not going to tell him about some of the – some. Of, I'm not going to tell him about swinging gate. I'm not going to tell him about those days. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, I'm going well, to no, tell Paul Jr. about swinging gate. I'm going to tell him about <laughs> – when I saw the best player I've ever seen in my entire life, like the best football player I've ever seen in my entire life. For me. Mm-hmm. Point blank, period. Yep. And, hey, yep. we were lucky to have him for three years, man. He, he, the end was tragic and, you know, just so much unfulfilled uh, potential. But, uh, you know, we got a small glimpse of what could have been a great career, man. I, I mean, I'm grateful for that at least. I couldn't. You couldn't have said it better, man. I won't be telling my children about the 2018 season with Keenum. I'm gonna be talking about. <laughs> I'm gonna be talking about. Damn, Chris, Chris what? Take it back to Keenum. What? Hey, hey, take it back there. Take it back there. I tell you, what, I tell you what, Guarantee we can go eight and eight with Case Keenum. Out there. <laughs> Shit. Damn. Uh, people out trying to play. People out here trying to play an eight and eight quarterback. Mm. I, I, I can't. I, I can't have, wait till have, y'all get out to LA I in two weeks. Ball. I can't wait till y'all get to LA. <laughs> we Boy, we gonna be going in. We cut we the checks for eight and eight quarterbacks. <laughs> this is this is the future, man. It's supposed to wrap it up, B. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Oh. I can't oh, win yeah. things in order to get paid. Didn't Andy Dalton <laughs> win stuff? He won divisions, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple of that, that was cool. even a requirement for Andy Dalton. That's Kirk's brother. That is man, his brother. Y'all need, man, y'all that is his brother. Man, I, I, I'm Kirked out. <laughs> right. Hey, Chris, I've been Kirked out. Trust me. Man. You can't be Kirked out. Kirked you got to represent him in negotiations. Oh, oh. Right. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, I, hope, that's I hope you get that bag you're looking for, Chris. Man. Uh, Cliff, Dallas on like... Mace. <laughs> preaching <laughs> preaching him, out uh, here. Chris Weinstein and shit. Cliff oh, Bethel. Hey, you put you Cliff give my Bethel. man the, the flavor in the I'm sorry, man. Can't be doing this. Damn. Damn, my bad, Cliff. You know I'm, it's I'm all good. with Keenum shit, though. It's all, hey, I'm, hey. I hear you with Keenum. It's all good, man. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway. I, that... I can't wait to have the haters ball on the West Coast right, when I see y'all out here. People man. try to attach me to Case Keenum. <laughs> Which is funny because Cliff's Abby in my phone is a picture of Silky Johnson. Just for reference. <laughs> that is the most appropriate Avi of all time. Nah, the time haters, man. Clip, I'm the hater. Clip Damn, I'm the hater. <laughs> no, nah, not the haters. The time haters. Hey, man. <laughs> I just, I just, I'm sorry I hurt the, uh, I didn't know I was talking to so many Kirk fans on our, oh, I didn't know I was dealing with so many Kirkistanis on my, on this Kirkistanis. <laughs> oh, see? All the Kirkistanis out here. Hey, man. I didn't know that I would offend them by saying that I'd rather pay Case Keenum half the price. But I guess you guys like going eight and eight, and that's cool with me too. Mm. If you guys want to watch your quarterback put up numbers and 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 lose divisional games, 
That's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can just get a quarterback to do that for half the price. Is all I'm saying. Hey, we just had the most like emotional like talk with my man like Sean Taylor, and you brings back to this shit. Hey, damn, <laughs> it's time to wrap this up, man. <laughs> oh, lunch, nah, it's time to wrap this. I was in a good mood. I was, I was reminiscing about my man Sean Taylor, and now you bring back to this shit. This what I thought it was out. <laughs> it's like Carlito's way. Call me right back. Hey, Paul, man, listen, you're a, reform, you're a reformed Kyrgyzstani. You are now on. You're now a Kyrgyzstani now, Paul. Not Kyrgyzstani, man. I, all I said was. I think we'd give him the bag, and I, I don't think that I'm wrong. I think that <sighs> after the season, that conversation is going to be had. I, I think that they're not going to give him another tag. They're not going to walk. They're just going to appease everybody to give him the bag. That's all I'm saying. Well, not I mean, appease you, clearly. And, and Cliff, Cliff is over there. <laughs> Cliff is over there like his man Kyrie Irving, just a flat-earth Kirk Trooper over there. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Just, just spitting. Uh, <laughs> with, a, with a dome over there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, this is... Cliff over there with his temple hat making up theories. I am, oh, I am incredibly offended by the flat-earth <laughs> comment. <laughs> if only you knew how much that disgusted me, Chris. <laughs> That's your man. First of all, mm-hmm. second of all, I'm not a Kirk truther. I have not said a negative. I haven't even called a guy a bum. Have you called him bad? None of that. All I'm saying is, we got eight wins. I can go get a lot of we people. Got, we got five games. wins right well, now. Well, oh, sorry, we have five wins. <laughs> five and six. We have a three percent chance of making the playoffs. Mm. Last year, we had a higher percent chance at this point, and we still missed. I can go get somebody. Mm. Cliff, stop trying to make me relive that week 17. I'm just saying, I can go get somebody for $7 million a year that can miss the playoffs, too. I hear you on that, though. I hear you. Mm. You want the bag. We out here getting our asses kicked by Mm. the Eagles this year. Last year was the Cowboys. And you want the bag? Yep. Okay. (laughs) Hate, 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 hate. I'm a hater. Hey, Cliff, I'm with you, bro. I'm this is with crazy. You, this is I'm crazy that the Williams brothers have decided I'm the head. <laughs> <laughs> you got Chris, who used to be the biggest Kirk hater. I not, am a Kirk. He's now reformed. He's born again. <laughs> I'm not even. <laughs> man, hey, I'm not even that, born again. The, I'm the, just, hive, the hive got him. The hive, the hive got, got him, man. Oh, man. Go ahead. <laughs> man. You said the hive got him? <laughs> they got him. Damn. He said the hive. They bit him, dog. This is like Walking Dead. He said, he said, he, like walking dead, he said I'm in the sunken place right now. <laughs> right. I, I was about to say, Damn. Chris, hey, do not listen Chris, to Cliff, man. Don't, don't let Cliff do this because we don't agree with his point of view. Now he's saying we're in the sunken place. Nah, bro. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> we spit facts out here. You, oh, you're making man. good points. But we, we ain't Kyrgyzstanis now. We're just making Kirkistanis. points. Nah, yeah. The Kyrgyzstanis, it's okay. I, I, I I can't wait to hear Paul after week 17, though, when it comes to Kirk. Because, Chris, you go here. Wait till you hear Paul. If if things don't go like we hope they go, oh, boy. Even worse, if Carson Wentz is lifting up that trophy in February, I don't want to. Man, go ahead, man. You know know that's not happening. I'm just saying, Uh I don't want to hear either of you bring up Kirk (laughs) if that's what's happening. Because you tell me how we are going to handle that with that guy at quarterback. Hey, see, Uh now it's time to. We was talking about Sean Taylor. Now you're talking about Kirk. Now you're talking about this bum, Carson Wentz, hoisting a Lobata trophy. You, you bringing that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? It's over. <laughs> hey, on that note, the podcast is done. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the blog. And make sure to follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com backslash 50 Guts. Click that like.